Do not adjust your television sets. <laughs> this is Johnny Bean TV. Johnny Bean TV. That's right. For you on Facebook. Well, what is that? Oh, we're live. Here we go. Saturday night. Dan Gorman, we're live. I should get this announcement out right away. This is actually pretty important. What's up, dudes? Quick announcement. I'll be live from Los Angeles June 29th through... Well, the weekend of June... 30th, I guess, if that makes some sort of sense. I don't know. But June 29th, that's a Thursday. Through that Sunday, I'll be live from L.A. So look for a lot of content on the channel here. Well, all my pages, uh, Twitch, Instagram, uh, wherever, from Los Angeles. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel, and it'll be, it'll be fun. So, hey, let's do this. You guys... Tonight, all the way from Norman, Oklahoma, it's Robbie Stingle. How you doing? I want a house in Norman. Get to the chopper. Wow. Robbie, who else do we have tonight? Johnny, we have the one and only Mr. Grit. There he is. What's Hello. up, Mr. Grit? How's everybody doing? Great. Are we going to see some guitars tonight? I have some out. You guys want to talk guitars? I can talk guitars. Sure. That'd be that'd be awesome. Thanks for having that'd me. Be, you're welcome. Who else do we have? Who else is on the show, Forty Grit? Uh, we got Ron Gunner. Ron. There no, he is. No, no, no press. No press, please. I'm wanted by the police. No press. Oh. No press. What's up, man? I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here, Johnny, wondering what the hell is going on. I don't. I don't know. Everybody, everybody's sitting there wondering what's wrong with their TV sets, man. What's the matter with me? What's the matter with you? Wow, what's up, you guys? Hey, there we are. See, we're up in the production on these shows, man. We're, we're doing all kinds of cool stuff. What's up, you guys? Whoa. Hello, Janice. Not visible. Laz. Sky. Prop. Every, uh, everybody. Mike. Yeah. Wow. Everybody. Great to see everybody. This is a weekly show called Saturday Night Live, where we we talk. Basically, we talk anything we want, but a lot of it's uh, you know music, rock music, guitars, um, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, but let's. Uh, we got a few announcements. It's uh, J- June. It's still June. June seventeenth, twenty twenty three. It's uh, eleven eleven p.m. Eastern, eight eleven Pacific. Uh, let's see, ten eleven, Oklahoma time. 
Um, <laughs> it's after 11 here in Ohio. <laughs> it's after 11 in Ohio. Uh, let's see. And here on YouTube... Okay. Well, a couple things. A couple things. We, we just hit 10,000 subscribers. Thank you again to our friend Philip McKnight. He sent, like, a whole bunch of people over here. So we have a whole bunch of people watching these shows. And uh, we thank all of you guys for joining us. He got us to 10,000 subscribers. And uh, we're looking to get uh, 10,100 subscribers by, uh, by this month, which I think we're going to do. I think we're, we're, like, 20 away. We're less than 20. We're like 15 away. So maybe we can do that tonight. I don't know. But uh, let's say hello to the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean TV. If I can find uh, one of those things. There we go. Channel memberships. So we can help support the channel and support these shows. And the top tier get their names read at the top of every talk show. And they are currently CC, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, Music Therapy Laz, Sherman Callahan, 40 Grit, John Moronic, Majestic PB and J Cat, Guitar Man 45, Janice Lala, the intern, Arhabs, Warlag, Patty Dill. By the way, Patty, thank you for the, the package. I got Patty Patty's package today. Thank you so much, Patty. And Fairfield Guitar Co. That, that That's sounded Lewis. kind of personal, Johnny. I know. I know. Well, it, I, I had a birthday uh, a couple few days ago. And people are, are still wishing me happy birthday and sending me stuff. So I'm um, getting yeah, a bunch to get, of... to get her package for your <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Thank you again. <laughs> she must have liked her. He must have liked it. Keeps thanking you. <laughs> well, she sent Laz a package too, so... Well, hey. So he'll be yeah, up. My birthday she'll... was in March. <laughs> she'll send you a package too. She'll send you one as well. Uh, let's see. We got channel membership. Uh, we got, uh, let's see what else. If you'd like to help support the channel here, um, cause we can, we can take all the help we can get around here. These lights, they magically change with any super chats. Uh, there we go. There's the animation. Super chats is a way you can help support the channel and support these shows. Those lights, they change magically in real time while we are live. So there you go. Um, but if you'd like to help support, uh, let's say on a previously uh, recorded video, super thanks is a way you can do that. Just look for the little uh, 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 icon, the thanks icon right there. We're also live on Facebook, Johnny Bean uh, Facebook page, where actually I got I to let them in. Facebook likes to start the streams with like a, a locked page. So every time I have to edit the audience public. There we go. All right, we're live on Facebook. Hello, Facebook friends. You're all here. There we go. We should see some Facebook people in here. And if you'd like to help support on Facebook, Facebook stars, we can do that. Just like a super chat, but on the Facebook side. And speaking of Facebook, we're also live in the exclusively Van Halen group at 62,000 members. We're live in the EVH Gear Fans Live group. We're going to talk some EVH Gear uh, guitars tonight as well. Thank you to 40 Grit. Uh, we're live in the EVH Gear Fans Life page, Johnny Bean TV group, where my name is Johnny Bean. Just saying. Somebody yeah, was yeah. giving me trouble. Somebody was giving me trouble the other day in my own group saying, I'm so sick of hearing your name. Well, sorry. That's my name and it's my show. All right. So uh, th there we go. What's going on? You guys? <laughs> 
these intros are getting faster and, and longer and weirder. Huh. Johnny. Man. Yes. You're everywhere. I am. I am everywhere. Oh, thank you, Rob. Robbie. How come you're not the? You should. You should be the intern, man. No, that's all right, Johnny. I'm you're you're re- reminding me that we're we're pretty much everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, Lemonade, Spotify. This is a podcast. You can listen to these shows: iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, TikTok, everything. So make sure you uh, follow us on all the different platforms if you can. Right. And, and, and uh, uh, Robbie loves his Jersey Mike's, man. Oh, yeah. Did you eat, hey, eat a sandwich today? Yes, I did. I got a piece left for after the show, too. Uh-huh. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting all day to drink this iced tea. It was... <laughs> I should have got more. Mm-hmm. You drink the drink of warriors, prune juice. That's all right. <laughs> you don't want to come here with prune juice there, Ron. I don't want to go anywhere with prune juice. <laughs> wow. Dudes. Man. All right. Who do we have in here? Can you can you guys see the, the chats? Who uh who is here? We got we got a lot of people here. We got about forty people just out of the gate. You guys are you guys are awesome. I see Cheech. Hey, where's Chung? Cheech is here. Hey, sorry, Johnny. I'm going to miss some of the show. I gotta wash the dogs. Oh man, that's okay. That's all right, man. Washing the dogs. Washing the dogs. <laughs> Happy washing Father's dogs Day, out. John. Washing the dogs. Everybody, wash your dogs. Yeah, I've got a cat, and he washes himself. So. That's pretty good. So yeah, we got Mike Olson, we got Nightbot, which again is me. If you see any links in the chat from Nightbot, you can trust those links because I uh, I did that. Uh, Ryan Hall is here. Jeff Davidson is here. Mike Olson is here. John Gregory is here. You look great for 28 years old. Thank you so much, man. I'm actually 35. Uh, Six Fingered Assault is here. Wayne Furman is here. Hey, weren't you weren't you in my Twitch chat earlier today? Wayne, I was live on Twitch earlier tonight. Let's just do the show like this. What do you think, Ron? Fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Twitch. No fo- no follow me on Twitch, please. Follow me on Twitch. Uh, all right. We got a lot of people here. You guys are awesome. We're going to hang out for a while. It's going to be great. <clears throat> Richard is here. Hello from Facebook. Oh, yeah. We're doing, we're doing some sort of a giveaway, too. Not sure what it is yet. But uh, if you want to participate in the giveaway, all you got to do is participate in the chat. Say anything. As long as we can see you on Facebook, like Richard here, as long as we can see your comment, you are, you are uh, uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the drawing for whatever it is we're giving away. We got 32 entries so far. I'm gonna do we want to say... I'm going huh? to give away... I'm going to give a guitar to everybody, a free air guitar. Dude, I'll even give you air strings and air stand. How about air lessons too? There we go. That'll work. Okay, that sounds great. That sounds great. Man. So uh, I think Forty Grit. Right before we went on the air, Forty Grit was like Johnny. 
I've got something to, to give away. Are you are you playing that something right now? So I picked this one up uh, a while back, and I put the quarter on it. Uh huh. But I decided <laughs> not to put the reflectors on the back. Oh no! So tonight. No way. I'll give you my. Reflection. Oh no! Oh my gosh! I'll give you my reflectors tonight. I'm not going to reflect use reflectors. Hey, Lawrence. Good to see you, Lawrence. Haven't seen you in a while. Look at Lawrence. Look at his avatar. That's him and Edward. Right on, Lawrence. Great to see you, dude. What happened to Ron Gunner? He's disappeared already. <laughs> when he comes back, everybody just freeze. Okay. Oh, I think he's still frozen. No, I'm here. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Because this keeps, this keeps switching on me to a different internet, and that's what the problem is. And different internet? Like yeah. D different, uh, like like what? D different different channel or something? It's Well, I have one and two. And one is the good one, and the damn thing keeps switching to two. Oh, man. On its own, which it shouldn't do. <laughs> so that's making me mad. Oh, no, don't get mad. I get mad when I turn green. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yeah, well. well, I mean, it's content, so it might be cool. <laughs> Um, hey, but, I'm, I bring people to laugh. That's fine. <laughs> 40 grit though, dude. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So you guys, the giveaway tonight is the, that's the official reflectors too from EVH. Look at that. EVH Frankenstein. I don't even have those, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> Better not send so, them to him. <laughs> Yeah. So so let's say so, so let let's say whoever whoever wins those, do they have to own a Frankenstein guitar? No, uh Alice <laughs> um Alice got guitar picks last week and she told me she got them on uh Friday or something. So uh Uh-huh. Does Alice play guitar? I I don't think so, right? I don't know. Or does she? I don't know. I, Alice, do you, do you play guitar? So maybe Alice will win them tonight, you know. Maybe. Better. Hey, uh, somebody just asked in the chat what I did in the Navy, what my rate was. I was a chief signalman. Oh, cool. So I was a top cool, signer. Um, yeah. So uh, let's see. I, oh, this guy's talking about he was in the Navy and stuff. So, hey, send me a private message, please. I, I'd like to talk to you. Um, yeah. So I will give away those. Uh, those reflectors tonight and um yeah maybe you can put them on yours or you can just hang on to them because they're they're cool to have right uh what are you talking to me no i'm just talking to everybody <laughs> oh cool? i thought you said we're gonna give them away tonight but johnny you can put them on your guitar <laughs> don't get too excited I, ac I actually have one of those guitars so but no without the reflectors without the reflectors correct uh but i'm on the show so since I'm on the show, I'm I'm not eligible.
Oh, Johnny froze. <laughs> I'm not on the show. I'm gonna win. Well, he just Johnny's got problems tonight. Uh, Robbie, you could take over as the host. Robbie, go ahead. Well, it's nice to see everybody here tonight, you know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, see, Johnny's not gone. <laughs> you know. It, Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm still here, you guys. I'm still here. Although I do have to go tuck the chickens in. And that's not code for anything. I actually I have backyard chickens. I have to shut the uh, you had to go to the bathroom or something. I, well, I gotta do that too. But but yeah, back behind the Kramer Beretta special guitars, there's actually a chicken coop out this window here. And if it was lighter, you'd be able to see chickens walking by, but so I do have to run out there. Richard has a great question here. Can you put reflectors on your bike? No, yeah. I think that's no. what they were. You sure? Absolutely. Just stick them on. <laughs> stick them on the mm -hmm. tires. Mm-hmm. Cool. Absolutely. <laughs> or just stick them on any guitar. You could be cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, forty grit. Thank you so much for for uh, for that. Those are awesome. Somebody will enjoy them. They're just sitting on the desk here, so somebody will enjoy them. Mm -hmm. So is there, is there a reason why you never put them on that guitar? Because on that one, it's got all the real stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. If I ever go to resell this guitar, I don't know if the next owner is going to want the reflectors on the back and all that. So maybe, you know, kind of mess up the, mm, the, the resell value. Sometimes people do like it. Sometimes people don't like it. But I want to give them. I mean, who's not going to like the quarter? That just kind of finishes the front, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the back doesn't really. Either way, it, it can go either way. Yeah, I mean, the reflectors. They it it does make it more uh, uh, real, I guess, or or whatever. Because the, the real guitar has them. So yeah. So you, you would think, uh, whoever, like, if you were to go to resell that guitar later on, that, you know, that was, that's just a bonus. Like, yeah, dude, maybe you should keep them. Just put them, put them on that guitar. Because, I mean, like I said, if you were to resell that guitar, somebody that's, you know, looking to buy, because there's, there's that's an official guitar you're holding there. So there's a, lo there's a lot of those out there. Mm-hmm. So I would think somebody that's searching, you know, for one of those, they would probably want one that's more that has more of the pieces like the quarter, like the, the, uh, the reflectors. Hello to Alice. She is in so. the chat so we can ask her now if she does play. And Johnny, I already told everybody I was going to give him away. So I'm not going to keep oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, whoops. Hey, William De Silva is here. Holly or Alice is here. I see Holly. Holly is here. Right on, you guys. Everybody's here. Smash that thumbs up, you guys. And smash that subscribe. If you're brand new, uh, say hi in the chat if you're brand new here. We've got a lot of new people here. Thanks again to Philip McKnight. Uh, he got us to 10,000, and we're looking to get to 10,100. Uh, we'll probably do, probably in the next couple weeks. By the time I uh, go to Los Angeles, June 29th on the channel, we'll be live. Uh, we'll probably hit uh, 10,100. We're literally uh, like 18, 15 to 18 uh, away from that. So very cool. Yeah. 
So cool. You're not brand new, Guitarman? That's okay. Well, you're a channel member. It's all good. Yeah. Cool. Dude. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody I think we're all waiting for Ron to freeze. <laughs> I think he is frozen. I think that's where the hiccup is tonight. I think we're just kind of <laughs> waiting for the inevitable. Well, if it does happen, it shouldn't happen as often as it was mm -hmm. on the phone. So, You sound mm -hmm. like Neil Armstrong tonight. It sounds like you're on the moon. I uh, have it. Houston, we have a problem. Yes. I, that's Perfect. what I was. Okay. Well, I say, it kind of sounds like a, like a pilot. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. That's cool, man. Well, okay. Well, Ron, I mean, last couple of weeks you were you were uh, doing these shows from your phone, I think, or, or a laptop yes. or, or, or something. Phone. And from phone. Okay. So uh, when did you get set up on a computer and what's 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 it what's it like man well i thought it was doing good till i froze three or four times so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i bought a, a high definition webcam and uh this is my uh, gaming headset so yes i do game at 58 years old i you know i was i was around when they all started and i've been playing them ever since so uh i was using my bose uh sound speaker but uh Headphones sound better, so. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, you know, I was hoping I didn't freeze, but that apparently I'm just meant to be freeze, Mr. Freeze forever, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's a cool. That's a cool username, dude, Mr. Freeze. That'd be a good one. <laughs> that'd be mine. That, that that's it. That'd be a good one. <laughs> I just have to paint myself silver. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, well, that's ladies cool. and gentlemen, we're approaching LAX. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I'll be I'll be here. I'll be hearing that actually in less than two weeks because I'll be in Los Angeles live on the channel here. Oh, by the way. Yeah, you guys, let, let me uh, let me just say this again. I'll be live from L.A. You got and seriously, though, you guys, I'll be live walking around. You guys can tell me where, where do you want me to go? What landmarks do you want me to visit? What guitar shops do you want me to go to? Do you want me to go to, to, to uh, the Van Halen uh landmark in pasadena whatever that is tell me i Actually, got somebody places for you okay oh okay cool i got yes go go get some pictures of randy rhodes grave okay yeah and then that's cool and then that's... and then go go to his mom's school and say hi to his brother kelly that's, that's cool, it man. so that's that's all in in la area yeah with okay. the school's uh, Mont Monticella or something like Mont... Mont Musonia. That's Musonia? It. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll put that down. Right, school. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah hey, uh, Ron, have you been there? Have you been to Randy's grave? No. It's really cool, dude. Really cool. As uh, uh, Once you go into the... Uh, Cemetery entrance, make a left immediately, and it's right there on your left. It's really cool. I've seen, you know, obviously seen the, 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 the you know, it's like the birthday stuff from there. Uh, and when I was in L.A., he was still alive. Matter mm -hmm. of fact, uh, he was playing Quiet Riot at the Troubadour or the Whiskey, and I didn't go, and I wish to God I would have. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's a that's a good visit. Maybe you can go see that. So, yeah, that's cool. You're going, man. I'm. I've got that written down. I've got a whole list of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I mean, I was. I mean, literally, I was just there for the Nam show, and then I was there just there in January as well for a Steve <clears throat> Rosen book event. Um, but uh, I'd like to hit up a lot of places that I haven't been to. You know, stuff that I've me- I've been meaning to go to because I've been going to L.A. the past ten years for the Nam show, just once a year. But I always hit up the same places, you know, because I'm always in the same areas. This time, I want to hit up a lot of different places and and uh, and get the audience involved with with uh, with that because I'll be walking around live, you know, from you know like this, so you guys will be able to watch where I'm going, and literally you can tell me where to go, you know. <laughs> watch how you say that. You might not like the answer. You get. <laughs> nah, it's all good. <laughs> How about the Van Halen McDonald's where the pitcher is? Richard F. is saying that was that, Kansas City. That's somewhere else. That's not that California. Was, yeah, that was in Kansas, wasn't it? Uh, St. Louis, know. I think, is what you guys said the other night, right? With uh, Dane, Johnny, that pitcher of them, Eddie and Dave. Yeah, it says St. Louis. Yeah, it says St. Okay, Louis that's St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis, Missouri. So. Somebody in St. Louis will have to go to that and uh, let us know. Yeah, that's a, that's that's going to be a good visit. Um, uh, I actually got a, a a news break this week. Uh, um, I got a phone call from a very famous guitar builder, in my opinion, in mm-hmm. the Hollywood area, and he let me know that he is retiring. And he wanted to know if he wanted to, if I wanted the last one of what he's famous for. And uh, I said that I did. That? And that he said, uh, very well, it's yours, and I would have it in about two months. So in two months, is it one of those? maybe we'll do a special guest star of uh, 40 Grit Johnny, and I can come on and show you what it is. But uh, sure. I think you guys will think it's super cool because uh, he called me. That made me feel good. And because um, I had done business with him before, but he said, hey, you know what? I'm... I'm getting up there and I'm going to retire and I'm going to give the shop to the other gentleman that works there. And, um, yeah, so I, th- I thought that was cool, but in a couple months I'm going to have a super cool guitar and it'll be the last one. So the last guitar you're ever going to buy. No, the last <laughs> one that he's doing <laughs> the last one that he's never doing. say that. No. Okay, cool. I'm yeah. keep us, keep us in the loop for that. That's definitely, yeah. yeah. That was a good one. And uh, I was also going to bring up, I write stuff down throughout the week after watching the show. I'll watch the show. I'll go back and watch it again and think about stuff. <laughs> and uh, one thing that I found interesting about all this guitar stuff, like a, a, a kid at work uh, came up to me because, uh, you know, there's guitar guys at work and they watch it. And they said, uh, hey, that Robbie guy, that last Kramer <laughs> that he showed last week is the coolest guitar I've ever seen. And I said, you know what's funny? Wow. I said, you know, you know what's funny about all this guitar talk? And uh, I think Joe Bonamassa says it best. You don't buy the guitar, you buy the story. Oh, yes. You know? And uh, that guy has such cool, like, I mean, the guy's got a huge guitar collection, first of all. But uh, it's always cool to listen to him because, you know, he said that one day I was watching him. 
And he said, he said, I don't buy guitars. I buy the story. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's cool. And then, you know, I got guitar safari from How him. How many do you have your... total? What's that? I got 84 right now. Yeah, 84. Uh, How many God. do you have total? All right. So 84 plus mine. Between the two of us, we got 177 guitars. <laughs> How cool would that be to get them all together? Oh <laughs> Including my three. That would be like that would be like a week long show. <laughs> and all of Robbie's guitars would trump all of our 100 and whatever it is. 177 total. Like just the four that he showed last week, because that maple I can't oh get gosh. that maple one out of my head. Yeah, that, that maple was gorgeous. A, that's just a. People just people don't even know who uh, Bill Isaacson is because you know he kind of clipped that wood from Kramer and got fired, so he's been ostracized. You know, you'll never hear his name. It's like Moses. You know, they Mm -hmm. struck his name off everything, and uh, it was a pretty cool guy. I mean, I did, I gave, I hassled him because he just like wouldn't get things done. I'd go to Red Bank and I'd go to their shop and I'd be like. What is wrong with you? Why don't you work on my guitar? You know, and, uh, you know, he's pretty cool. And uh, it's probably why no one ever heard of him. A few people have. A a few people have. Um, The guy that worked with Tom Anderson we had on, Brett. Brett Mm -hmm. Brett knew the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brett Brett knew my techniques. Yes. Yes. that was that was nice. It was nice to hear somebody that acknowledged, you know, what I do. Oh so, no, you uh, got um, you've got a fan club out here in Phoenix, Robbie. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, you know, oh dang it, I didn't want to show this thing. Oh, I I built this thing today. <laughs> Thought he was gonna stand up. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> When the weather was cooler this morning, I like I showed you guys, I showed you guys I did a neck last night. Well, I kind of finished oh, yeah. it off. It's still, it's still in its like getting used to life stage. You know, I haven't plugged it in yet, but uh, there it is. <laughs> oh, look at that! Look at that. Ned's looking up at it. Ned's looking at it. I still sharp, have to man. make the. I still have to make the. Uh, the electronics cover. I've got to get. You need the reflectors stuff. for that guitar. No. See what I'm after here. Well, as you can see, you know the you body isn't chubby. The body isn't chubby. The. Uh, the input jack is in the right right position. You know, and this is. What, what I like to do with mine is, is the way they came out of paint booth, you know, the way they were when they were bored. That, that's what I'm after, you know. But this one has the, uh, the pickup is screwed into the, into the body. It's got your 84 Floyd Rose with no serial number on the block. It's got the bigger letters that were, were not on very long, but originally the bigger letters. These come out of uh, Norman here at a, at a place that I always forget the name of. Uh, yeah, I put it all together today. It went together really nice, I have to admit. 
and because uh, I'm not really strong. But uh, Image 360. Image 360 is where you can get these bigger letters. I had them, I had them make them. So uh, they have them. And then, of course, I put the, I put the star on the headstock. And uh, the one on the, the lower piece of the horn. And got it, got it all done. I haven't plugged it in. I haven't played it yet. You know, it's, uh, it's just like, I haven't tried it. I, I was too dang tired after building it to actually go ahead and plug it in. But I will be, I will be making a video with, of it soon. And uh, I, I'm glad you guys like it. You know, this is, this is Marty Bell's paint job in California who's retired. And I'm lucky to get him to do maybe one of these a year for me, you know. So uh, I'm hoping to uh, send Mike, Mike Olson's body when it's ready to Marty Bell. Of course, that's a lot more authentic than this music craft, which I had to, like, really do a lot of work on to get it to look kind of like what it, sh what it should, you know. But uh, Mike's body is a 1982. It's a one piece. It's alder. But it's one piece of wood. It's not a glued glued down the middle body from early in 1982 when they first went to the to a 316 step pocket. And his guitar actually has the uh, the lawsuit Strat headstock on it. So I've got another neck. We're going to send both of them down to Kyle. Oh, and by the way, uh, Kyle at, at Dive Bomb custom made this two inch two inch long string retainer. That's round, so it's not like right up against the nut. So I can space that off a little bit, you know, so it doesn't have to be so close. And uh, yeah, it went together really nice, man. It really did. You got the MXR knob on there, and uh, I've got a lot of room. If you look at the, look how low I got that pickup. I wanted the most I could get between the pickup and the strings. So I have the most possible ambience in between there to get like more reactive feedback tones, you know? So uh, give it that ambience. And of course, this is all my own personal thing. There's lots of people that want it higher or lower or whatever, you know, but I think I'm gonna love this thing, even if it is made out of a music craft body and a, and a uh, boogie body's neck from FU Tone. I'm kind of taking a shine to it. So nice. Very good. Very, very good, man. Right on. Right on. Nice job, Robbie. Thank you, Mr. Grit. I know, Ron, it's not a Jackson. I think Ron's frozen. frozen Is he asleep? I think he's sleeping. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Oh, Something going on. <laughs> oh, there you are. Oh, he's moving again. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be your Tony, internet. Did you get that uh, video link I sent you? I, 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 I don't know. I don't even want to go there right now. <laughs> did you get the video link I sent you with Ola England talking to Wolfgang? Yes, I, I did. I, I did. Did you watch it? I did. I have not seen it yet. 
Um, I've heard about it. Okay, there was one thing in there. Well, there, there's one thing in there he said that that kind of struck me funny. He said that his dad's favorite was basswood. That was his tone wood. Hmm. And I'd never heard that before. Maybe I mean, he maybe it. later on. Maybe later on in life. That's I, 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 I'd agree with you, Mr. Grit. You know, and of course, you know, Wolfie wasn't alive. You know, in, yeah. in eighty-two to eighty-five. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that Ed was uh, was digging basswood in 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 eighty-one and seventy-eight. I think that was a thing that came with the uh, with uh, the Ernie Ball era and the the nineteen ninety-one era when they started using the basswood and you know. Well, yeah, he said he said that, and I was like, "Wow, I I never heard that before." Schechter was making artist bodies for people out of basswood, though. Artists would request, you know, basswood bodies from Schechter, mm -hmm. and you could you wouldn't be able to tell, you know, who the body came from because he would paint it exactly like whatever was being replicated. And when you're on tour, you know, you don't really want to bring your favorite guitar with you everywhere sometimes, you know. And, and that was something that Schechter was doing at the time. Well, this is just my opinion with regards to basswood. But after working at a manufacturing facility, I will tell you that basswood is a favorite for manufacturers because it's easy to work with. It's, le it's less laboring. It's going to sand quicker. It's going to contour quicker. And uh, it is a tone wood, but it, at the end of the day, it is a uh, a quick to work with wood, and um, it's a, it's it's less laboring. So I mean, that's why you see basswood used a lot to keep costs down. Number one, uh, uh, quick laboring, and um, you know, and it's a it's a decent wood to finish. You know, there, there's not a lot of um, uh, poor uh, issues on that uh, on on basswood. You know, uh, well, if I had to. Go ahead. If I had to pick a favorite wood, me personally, it would be alder. Alder's my go-to. You know, alder or poplar, those are be the two that I go with. In my opinion, maple maple's a little bright for me personally. I do have a lot of maple guitars, but I find myself uh, um, uh, throwing different pickups in them so I can get more of a, not as a bright tone, more of a mid-range out of them. So I've got to compensate with a pickup. Everybody's got their own thing. But I will say at the end of the day, uh, I think that that basswood for Edward started around maybe 91 through 95 with right. me, you know, exactly. my opinion. Well, this is this is basswood. This thing's basswood. And it's for me, it's heavy because my others are poplar. So they're lighter. So when I play with my teeth, they're easier to heft up. But with mm -hmm. basswood, it's a warmer wood. And uh, as you can see. I got away with using the uh, the orange drop ceramic capacitor. I saw that today. Yeah, when you sent the pictures, yep, yeah, I saw it today. This does not need the oil filled because the basswood's warmer. Now alder, alder, you're better off with the oil filled, and of course both were uh, 022600 volt. The oil filled? Yeah, paper and oil filled. It's paper and oil. That, that's, oh, that's, capacitor. Yeah, yeah, that's a warmer. That's a warmer capacitor with alder, uh, it, mm -hmm. or certainly with maple. Anything like that, you need a, the oil field to try to get a little bit more warmth out of it. Hmm. And like I said, it's wired right to the back of the, of the potentiometer. 
It's not a treble bleed wire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheech. Cheech, the answer is three. Cheech asked me a question if I owned any acoustics. Mm. So I own three. Sorry, I just wanted to get that in there before I forgot about it. <laughs> Cheech. No, uh, somebody did say, you know, it's funny because, you know, uh, I watch I watch a lot of guitar, you know, as you know, my girlfriend sits there and she's probably like, why can you, how can you sit and watch this stuff all day long on your days off? But I can. I mean, I, I sit and watch these talk shows. Everybody's got their own thing. You know, at the end of the day, everybody's got their own thing. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I've got a sweet spot. I've got, we used to weigh every guitar before they went to uh, to QC at Sir. And um, uh, we had to weigh every instrument. And uh, then I bought the scale. I went and bought a scale and I started weighing all of my guitars. And the sweet spot for me is 8.1. The closest to 8.1 for me for a guitar, that's the guitar for me. And mm-hmm. uh, somebody commented in the, in the chat that basswood is lighter. It is lighter, 100%. So, um, it, you know, sometimes those are, those are good. Those are the best gigging guitars. When I would go play, when I was in, uh, living in Temecula and I would gig, I would take my most comfortable guitars because I know I'm going to be standing mm-hmm. up for four to five hours at 45 minute, uh, sets. And I wanted to have the more comfortable guitars. I wasn't going to the gig with Les Pauls, you know? Yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah. How, how many, uh, well say that guitar you're holding there, that's a basswood. This is basswood. You're correct. It's basswood. I, have, I have one of those. Yeah. yeah. And they're cool. I mean, like, I, I'm not I'm not talking badly about basswood. I just know from a manufacturing per- perspective, I know that basswood is a is is a go to, you know, because it's 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 cost. It's uh, uh, ease of working the wood with the wood. And, um, you know, it, and it's 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 easy to finish. So. Mm-hmm. Well, having to buy parts online. I learned how much stuff weighed because I wanted poplar bodies. Mm-hmm. So I knew that the poplar body, say in a Beretta body, was less than four pounds. It's three point like eight nine around. So if if they weigh it, it's like four pounds. I know it's alder. Even if they say it's it's poplar, they're wrong. And that's one of the biggest thing when you're buying like parts, and you're building a guitar, and you're going to put you know, a couple grand into what you're doing. It's got to be the right wood. So, you know, that and like the fingernail test in the neck pocket, you take a fingernail and push it on there and it makes mm-hmm. it in. Mm-hmm. That's poplar, right? Yeah. You know, so. Or basswood. <laughs> well, basswood's a little yeah. heavier though. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're talking Kramer bodies, you're not going to find any basswood. Just at the factory, no. no basswood was used to Kramer's. No. No. Hmm. I agree. Interesting. I agree. That's right. The, uh, Jeff Davidson. Sand- yes. Yes. I just answered a couple questions. Sandoval's over 10 years old, and uh, Cheech, I do a little bit. Not very many. Huh? Uh, answering questions that we're asking in the chat. Oh, to yeah. Me. <laughs> I just need to get a whiteboard, and I'll just put yes, no, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think that uh, I think the alder is the happy balance. In my opinion, I agree with uh, uh, with G there as far as like saying the alder it seems to be the happy balance. I like uh, alder is my go-to. <laughs> Please stop saying basswood. Hey, 
Somebody got mad at me for saying my own name, so uh, at least I'll, you're not saying I'll... swamp ass. <laughs> you know, you get you get a different sound. Like my eighty-five <laughs> has a different feedback reaction than the fifty-one fifty does. The Poplar guitars have a little bit warmer to them, and of course, depending on the capacitor and how how much signal strength you have, you know, going into like an all-tube amp with no solid-state preamp whatsoever then they're going to sound a little bit different. And, of course, your maple's going to be brighter. So even if you do put an oil fill cap in that thing, you've got to make sure that that pickup is up against that body, that you use a piece of wood in there that, that hits the entire pickup and goes right to the body. No foam, no other stuff, actual wood. And that's, that's what's going to get you some feedback out of that maple. It's never going to be killer like the 5150, or a little bit brighter and killer like the Alder on the 85, but it's it's workable. It will be there. You might have to wait a half a second. <laughs> a lot of times when I play it, I don't have a half a second to wait, but you know, you can still get there with a decent amount of feedback. It's not <laughs> going to be a feedback monster, but you could get there. Matt Visible says no shims. No shims. No shims. <laughs> Well, that, that was a song in the '90s, wasn't it? That's, no a, that's the shim sham. Rod, you got a question? Do you like heavier light gauge strings on electric or acoustic? Uh, let's see. I usually do nines on electric and acoustic. Mm, depends on the guitar. I did one. Uh, I did a Les Paul for a guy a couple weeks ago, and he sent me over a set of strings to put on it. Les Pauls, I always like to put 10s or 11s on. He sent me over a set of 7s. Oh. <laughs> I was afraid to tune the high E for thinking they were just going to snap off. But Well, wow, Billy, Gibbons I, used, Billy Gibbons used 7s. And that's where he got the idea got, from. His arthritis got so bad that he had to do that. You know, That's one of the reasons why my guitar is off super low action. They're so easy to play. They practically play themselves. Cause I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm weak. I I don't have any strength at all. Building this guitar today, it wiped me out. I barely had uh, any strength to change that gong gut, which I had to do today too. And that by the time I was doing that, it was hot in here. I was sweating. So yeah, if you're if you got arthritis like really bad, like Billy Gibbons does, you need all the help you can get. That that's where he got the idea because he saw an interview where he said that. And I, I'm telling you, I put that on there, and I was literally, I'm tuning the high E, tilting back, waiting for it to snap. And it was like thread. <laughs> Dang, that's got. I mean, that's got to be so, so easy to play. It it was, like, but it also was very tinny, even with a yeah. uh, a 59 in the neck. It was mm -hmm. still it. You know the the normal warmth that you get was gone. I'd eventually go to. Wait a minute, is that a joke, G? Or did you accidentally put that? <laughs> eventually go to. Are those? Man, those are those are some light strings, man. Wait, on the keyboard, what what is that? That's a six. Did he eventually go to sixes? He's, he's asking. Oh, there you go, sixes. Did they make those? What's the lightest strings they make? Oh my gosh, look. Let, let me let me just say though I, I would think uh, how heavy was that a Les Paul heavy was that yes. a Les Paul heavy was that a heavy Les Paul 
Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm talking backwards. Okay, so that would be kind of that. <laughs> hey, Ron, what do you think? Oh no. So <laughs> speak backwards sometimes, I. Eh? <laughs> Yoda, you you say, huh? Hmm? So I would think that's pretty weird playing a, a Les Paul that might be pretty heavy with super light strings. That'd be kind of a weird. It just had a weird sound to it. Well, wow. you got to have a light touch too. It's like that SG I have that I, I file that neck crack out with a rasp. Now that is pretty sensitive guitar. You can't you can't really you know play that aggressively. You got to be pretty. You got to be be pretty light with your touch, and uh, you know that with a string like that, I'd imagine that was the same thing. But when you're talking about Billy Gibbons, he's going to be light on his touch anyway because he doesn't have the strength in his hands to uh, play, you know, really, really hard, really, you know, re really hard on your frets and your strings. I heard that Paul Gilbert's using eights now. Paul Gilbert went to eights, and uh, Momstein's been using eights for years. So Paul Gilbert is using eights. He just said the other day, I was watching a podcast, he says he's using eights right now. Okay, I just go. I just I just Googled it. Yeah, the lightest strings are typically uh, eights. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're gonna get anything lighter. Eight than to thirty-eight is the. Uh, I believe it's eight to thirty-eight. 38. Eight to forty. Yeah, eight to thirty-eight or eight to forty. Thanks. I think it's eight to thirty-eight though. I got a buddy of mine who uses eights, and I'm like, oh my god, man, how do you play this thing? You know, just, you know. I like tricking them. I just back off on the spring tension. I'll put nines on and back off on the string tension so the bends are super smooth. Mm -hmm. And then he'll come over and go, are these nines or eights? And I'd be like, oh, no, those are eights. And there's nines on it. They're mm -hmm. four and a half. <laughs> Easy on the hands. So what? I've never played a guitar with eights. What, what, is, what is it? Uh, are, they're, obviously, they're smaller. So is it, it like feels like there's not, there, there's not much there for me to grab for an eight, in my opinion. There's just not enough there for me to grab onto. You know, but but I do agree with Robbie. I think if you don't have the uh, if the strength in your fingers, then that's what it, that allows you to get the bend that you're, you know, looking to acquire. So, mm -hmm. not visible. Thank you for the support, man. And I agree. It is a it is awesome to listen to Rob. Well, Ron, I was Robbie I Ron was, and Forty Grip. I was playing that Les Ball on it, you know, uh, a a FaceTime video for him when I got it done. And he's like, go ahead and do some bends on it. And I'm like, no, I don't want to snap the sevens. <laughs> well, not I just mean, that. I'm I mean, if you, go, <laughs> if you go into a playing, you know, like, let's say, for instance, you string your guitar with eights and you go to the gig, you're going to be going sharp all night. If you're used to playing nines or playing tens, you're not going to have control of that guitar. You're over because, there, because there, there's just not there, there's nothing there. I mean, like for me, yeah, there there was yeah there was like no hardly any resistance on the, on, yep. the, on the seven high E. It was like you're bending seven steps yeah. <laughs> in one yeah. bend. You you could play at the top and you could just bend and you're all the way at this note down here. Yeah, John, you said uh, Yoda, right? Yoda, yes. Yeah, well, you know, here in Ohio, there's Amish, so there's the mighty Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> He's the, the, the mighty uh, churn master, Yoder. Uh huh. I think, it's, I, mean, I think does it's. Does he use uh, eights? <laughs> sevens. Sevens. I, I think it's. A, it, I think it's important to to note that Billy Gibson's has all his guitars hollowed out. They're light as you could 
you can imagine. He, he has them all really? chambered. For They've all been yeah. weight relieved. Yes, because mm. it's he can't. It, it's too much. He can't handle the weight because arthritis is a horrible disease. You hear it all over the place. You know, it's not like the commercials say, oh, take this, I'm going to play tennis. No. I used to play golf. I can't play golf anymore. I can barely walk, man. On a good day, I can kind of hobble around a little bit. But man, I'm mm -hmm. only good for about half a day at a time. I make a music video. It better be right because there's no way I'm going to do it again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. he has them all chambered and stuff, so. That's when I was – uh when I was at Sir, uh, standard was ten to forty-six. Every once in a while, somebody would come through and said, "Hey, I'm sending my own strings," and they'd have some nine to forty-twos. But I was probably one of the only nine to forty-two players inside that entire <laughs> shop from the guys that played. You know, they kind of made fun of me. They were like, "Ah, you know, you just haven't gotten hair on your chest yet with regards to having." <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, man, nine to forty-two for me works." You know, I mean, but everybody I love was nine. Uh, Everybody was nine to or ten to forty six at uh, at Sir. Nobody played nine to forty two. Mm -hmm. And the, hey, man, there's beasts inside the that four wall, those four walls. I mean, some of those sales guys, they would go in there and step in the QC booth and just let her rip. You know, uh, Chris Justice, one of the uh, he was in charge of the amp department. I mean, that guy goes into the QC booth. I would just spin around in my chair and just listen. You know, because those guys, there's a lot of people there. They're just fantastic. See, my son plays nothing but Schecter's in his band, and you know I do all the stuff for them, and they use he uses 11s and 12s, and he's a lead guitar player, and I I don't know how in the hell he does that, but he's only 30, he just turned 35, so huh. you don't have so to you know, I. worry about arth, You don't have to worry about arthritis yet, but yeah, setting they're doing everything in drop tuning too, so. Mm -hmm. Well, that would compensate though. Mick Mars, uh, Mick Mars played what 11s or 13s tuned down to D. Yeah, I think so. So, so at that point, you're compensating. So, really, at the end of the day, it's probably even. If you're going to nine to forty-two tuned standard, and you're down a half step on tens or down a full step on tens, it's probably going to be the same tension, you know, with regards to what you're looking to accomplish. It's just mm -hmm. a, but, but now the guys are tuned standard and they're playing tens, you know, elevens, uh, thirteens, uh, like Zach Wild. Mm -hmm. I mean, Zach Wild said that he practices in, uh, in, in E standard, in standard E uh, with, uh, with, I think he said elevens. I mean, those are some strong. Dang. I mean, you know, if yeah. you want to do, that's some strong fingers right there. You know, you're, you're they, really putting some into them bends. They only do one or two songs that's in E standard, and those have twelves on them. Well, and then, then most of the other ones—I mean, every other song yeah. is, is, you know, all drop. Uh, they even go into drop C. Yeah. So. God bless. Yeah, I think you—I think you did have a good point when you said the heavier the guitar, the heavier the gauge. Because I've got less poles that I put nines on; they feel like they're eights. So then I'll switch yeah. them out to tens. You know, there's something about that weight, you know, that, you know, once you pick up a heavier guitar and you start getting on it, you're like, well, these kind of feel light. I'm going to go up to tens. That's you what know? I mean. When I, when I start, mm -hmm. when I was done with that, with that seven and start playing it, I mean, I literally, I, I, I can't even explain it. I was shocked because first off, I'd never played sevens <laughs> before. And now they're on a Les Paul, you know, that weighed 13 pounds and it's, you know, however much it weighed. And it was like this, this, just this isn't right <laughs> but that's yeah. what he wanted and the reason being robbie you're right he's 
he the guy is uh just turned 55 and his hands are starting to cramp up so that's why he wanted to do that hmm. yeah uh, really it yeah. inspired me to i mean basically change everything i knew about building guitars you know and i started to remember stuff we did for edward and applied it to what I needed to be able to play. You know, for me to have any speed at all in playing, it's got to be extremely easy for the guitar to play. Hmm. And that's really was my motivation to start building. And I've got to the point now where, you know, you guys don't like the earth, but I've got all the guitars all I'm going to need. I mean, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. You know, I'm old, but I've got some, some guitars that play really well. Actually, all of them. And, uh, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to last to be able to do it. So it's kind of like writing music. I want to write as much music as I possibly can before, you know, I wake up one day and all of a sudden I can't think straight or whatever. You know, that day's going to come. Everybody gets old. That'll be you when know. Johnny shows up at your door. You Johnny will never. Think straight. <laughs> Johnny will never come to my house. <laughs> That's never going to happen. <laughs> Is that a gunshot? <laughs> I may have a few of those over there somewhere. Oh my gosh. A lot wow. of people talking about nine to forty twos and it, you know, there's a lot of tricks that you can learn with regards to, you know, everybody's got their own, you know, far be it for me to sit here and say, Hey, this is the way it is. I you know, from everything yeah. that I'm talking about right now, it's what mm -hmm. I prefer. You know, everything yeah. that I prefer. Okay. Exactly. So, I mean, like, if you go, if you go on these guitars, so here, let me just show you guys something real quick. Like when I, uh, I was talking on, I think the first time I was on, I was talking about, uh, I'll spend an hour and a half on a guitar when I first start, uh, when I first get it to make sure I go through everything. Okay. One of the first things that I'll cha change out is, uh, your blocks. I go to titanium blocks, FU tone sells those. They're kind of pricey, but in my opinion, for your go-to guitars, really good because if you're doing a lot of string changes, after a while those blocks do give out, and you'll start pulling, you'll start breaking strings down here, or they'll start pulling out. You'll tie it, tighten it down, and they'll start pulling out because it's it's worn a groove in there. So titanium, I replace all the blocks with titanium. I'll mm -hmm. replace the uh, the block the uh, the bolts up here with titanium bolts. Okay, but don't over tighten those if you go to do it because remember you're tightening into steel. So, and titanium stronger, so you have to know how tight to get on those, so don't torque them. And at the end of my setup, I was shocked when I saw uh, Robbie's distance from string to, uh, from string to uh, uh, pickup. Pick yeah, <laughs> because on my low E, I'm at 664s, and on my high E, I'm at 464s. Uh, that was Sir setup, and that's what always worked for me. Again, what, what works for me? Uh, I measure on final fret, 22nd fret, um, 22nd fret at 364s, 464s was Sir standard, uh, 364s was, uh, was low action. When a customer asked for low action, we set at 364s. 364s has been my go-to ever since. And then the first thing you always want to check when you start working on your guitar is I always start, start from the neck down, make sure all your tuners are tightened up. And then if you ever have a tuning problem, always check the nut first. The nut is usually the culprit with regards to any tuning issues. Okay, make sure you check in your uh, your um, your relief in the neck. Make sure you have just a little touch of bounce there. Some people will say to go uh, perfectly straight. That's okay, but if you start bending on the neck, you're going to choke out. 
So uh, I always recommend a little bit of bounce in the, uh, I always recommend a little bit of bounce in that. And then finally, when I was with long story short, um, I take a bend on the G string and I go two springs, two black Floyd Rose springs. And I usually upgrade to a 37 block because that gives me a little bit more weight. And then at the end, I will take my bend on my G string and you'll see the bridge move just a little bit. And that's when I know I'm there. You can see it coming up just a little bit. Now, for me personally, that's what gives me my my uh, my whammy response. It's not too tight. And uh, um, a friend of mine told me that he had felt Ed's one time, and Ed's was very not tight with regards to tension, what the tension was. And you can hear it because – and you can watch his how much effort he puts into it when he's playing live. He's not hitting too hard to get at that yeah. – uh, that whammy bar to, uh, or that, that, that tremolo to respond. So, uh, based on that, just a, that's just a quick setup thing for you guys. Uh, just remember that if you ever, I learned that from John, you know, John and Mike Ponce primarily, the guys I worked for when I was at Sir. If you ever have a tuning problem on a Floyd Rose, check the nut first. Always check the nut first. The nut's usually the culprit. Uh, make sure that it's seated. Uh, I've got a wood block that I run down after I tighten it up and I whack it down, make sure it's seated well against the first fret. Cause that, you know, make sure there's no gap there or anything. Cause that will affect intonation. So, and then if you guys, you know, we can talk about intonation if you want to, but George Lynch says that he never intonates his guitars. So you know, could probably do a whole show on intonation. Really? Wow. Never. Yeah. He, he said the into, he's not too concerned about intonation. I'm extremely concerned about intonation when I'm playing with other players. If I'm the other guitar, if I'm the only guitar player, you'll probably be okay. If you're playing with other guitar players and you're not checking your intonation, you're going to, you're going to have a problem. So. Well, to oh be fair, God. the Floyd roses I use from 82 to 85, all the string blocks are good <laughs> and they never, they, they, they never get damaged. But back then they were making a good product, you know? I use I use, yes. I put stainless yeah. steel in them. Stainless steel blocks, stainless steel screws. I'm going to go to the titanium eventually. Hey, I got to tell you that um, I really enjoy um, what's his name, Adam Reaver, Fu Tone. Yeah, guy's got a great site, man. I mean, like I love buying stuff from that guy, and whenever he sends his coupons out, I'll make lists. And wait till I get the coupon, and then I'll uh, and then I'll submit my order. But I always stock up on my titanium stuff because uh, I always need it. And I've uh, I've uh, shown that uh, to some of my clients that uh, I've worked on their guitars, and uh, made them believers as well. So I think the titanium is a really good upgrade as long as you don't torque on it. If you torque on it, you're going to have problems. But I think the titanium saddle inserts are a good idea, especially for your gigging guitar. And I think mm -hmm. that the um, I think that the titanium blocks for your uh, for your nut is uh, is good just because um, I just think that sometimes people can get aggressive. I don't get too aggressive. I just like having the upgrade, knowing that I can grab that guitar and know that everything's cool. You know, that I've gone through it. Maybe it's just kind of mm -hmm. like one of those checklist things, you know, mm -hmm. going through my guitars. OK, I'm going to upgrade this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And then I upgrade these guitars and I work on them. They sit forever and I don't ever play them. So. Mm -hmm. I think say I think some of the passion is just getting a guitar, seeing for for me personally, 
I think a lot of the passion for me is, is I get the guitar, I see the issues with it, I'm going to buy it, I'm going to take it home, and I'm going to make it work. And I get it home, and I make it work, and then it sits. And that's probably why I have 84 guitars. So. Wow. And, and I'm only and nine ahead of you. <laughs> I'm a 93, so I, I yeah. You'll catch I don't have any room for computer. anymore. I, I don't have any room for anymore. I got to be honest. I, I, oh, believe me. I, I would have no love room. To have him. I would love to have them all hanging around here, but my wife won't let me. I'm, I'm lucky to get the ones I got hanging up now down here. All right, Holly, hmm. intonation is the relationship between where the string is on the nut to where it where it attaches into the bridge. So if if you've got if you've got your string and you're going from where it goes into the block to where it goes into the nut. And this distance determines whether the note that you hit at the 12th string at the 12th fret is in tune with the note that you hit open. De and demonstrate. That, show show her the note the the open string and the 12th fret. Right. So if you, you what you do what I do is I take a tuner like this and I put it on the I put it on the headstock. Now to be fair I have not checked inclination on this guitar yet but I'm uh -oh. pretty good at these Floyd roses. Usually when I when I assemble a Floyd rose it's it doesn't really need to be annotated. All right, so if I hit the high E and we'll we'll tune that. It's not locked, so so I'll bring that up to to tune. Those aren't sevens, are they? And no, no, they're nines. So I got it on tune and then I hit the then I hit the E string here. Now this one is coming out sharp. So if it's sharp, what I have to do is loosen, loosen the string, loosen the saddle, and pull that saddle back until it's good. Oh, I might be wrong in that. Yeah, this is back. I can tell by looking at the bridge. I'm going to have to bring it back just a little bit until, you know, then I tune it again. I tune the guitar, and, of course, it takes a couple times. So, okay, I'm a little sharp. So we'll bring it back to E. We got the E on the tuner. Now I'm going to lightly, lightly hit the E string. You don't, you know, you don't go really hard on it. And this time it's saying it's good. Now these are brand new strings. So, you know, and let's just go ahead and, and, and check the whole thing. So if I go ahead and I get the B, we'll tune that B up because, you know, it's this guitar has been together literally three hours. Uh, We'll get the beat to, to to stay stay in tune. Uh, the good old snark doesn't have to be super technical, you know. There's lots of people. okay. So I got B B here, and I hit the B, and I'm getting it sharp again. But then I when I test the two to the string, it's also sharp, so it's still not like settled in. So we'll uh, we'll get it to we'll get it to stay in tune. Okay, it's a little sharp. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on, come on. Oh, too tedious here. Okay. Flash. There we go. We'll hit the B string. And yes, this was this was it today as well. Now we'll try the G. And uh, the whole thing is you got to test it when it's in tune. 
And okay, let's see. We get this G in here. Uh, I'm not going to be surprised if this thing isn't is intonated, because I've been doing these Floyd Roses for a long time since 1982, and uh, I, I know where the saddles are supposed to go. You know, if the if the posts are in the right spots and the nut is installed correctly, of course. And uh, come on, Mr. G. Okay, here we got the G holding, and we we'll try it. And what's wrong with you? Oh, it's sharp again. <laughs> you know, an easy way to remember the sharp is people, you know, obviously some people in here is not going to understand what you're talking about. Uh, when you move the, the saddle back, when you're sharp, you move it away from it. So the easiest way to remember that is sharp, run away. If it's sharp, you go away from it. So where he, when his finger's on a 12th Like fret, a guy with a sharp knife. Yeah. Uh, and if it, when his finger's on a 12th fret and if the note's coming up sharp, you have to pull the, the saddle away from the 12th fret. So just remember, if it's sharp, it goes away. Yeah. Now, I just want to... Sharp is back. I want to I want to show... Back. All right. Holly. Okay, this guitar is not... It's a little out of tune. But, yeah, basically what he's telling... What he's telling... We're all... <laughs> we're all going to demonstrate this. I'm not demonstrating it. You guys are doing a great job. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Believe it or not, Basically, this thing, this thing yep. isn't donated right. I would uh, really feel bad, John, if you had to stripe one too, because I don't have one. <laughs> I've done huh? it again. Oh, a stripe guitar? Look, yeah. look at where these saddles are. You see where those saddles are? See how the, the, the small saddles? Well, Holly saddles, probably doesn't. Well, the small saddles. Holly doesn't know what saddles are, probably. Just just a little over the edge of the base plate. The rest go on that second one. And they usually go a little bit further away the further you go She's up. She's yelling at the screen right now. Well, the one... Oh, there's Zora back there. Hi, Zora. The one thing oh. you have to remember is, is if the... Oh, if there the she po- is. <laughs> the one thing that's important about intonation is, is don't ever... Uh, when I was working for John, I could go back to my assembler's desk and pull all the Floyd Roses out for the day that he was going to be putting on, and I could eyeball it. I could eyeball the saddles because I had done so many guitars that are done off the same CNC machine. I knew where the saddles were going to land on the Floyd Roses. Okay, so I would just go back there, and I would break them and set all six of them or seven of them where I knew they were going to land, and I was super close, even on tellies. But the most important thing about that is don't ever ballpark on any guitar because you don't know if the two posts are in the right place on every guitar. I've seen crooked posts hmm. on Kramer's. I've seen posts oh. that are up too far. Are those I ones Robbie that worked on? I've I seen knew posts that was going to get a reaction. You know, I've, seen, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen posts that are back too far. So if you see, yeah. like on my 84 uh, Beretta, the high E saddle hangs off the Floyd Rose. So what does that say, Robbie? Well, it says that that that, uh, that post is probably what a little bit too. Uh, Means Robbie maybe, built that guitar on a, a Friday. It's a little <laughs> off. So, but yeah. you have to remember, back in those days, it was template. It wasn't CNC. Exactly. That now they can the do way. CNC. You know. But that's not the way to build a guitar, and and Kramer did that to save money. Mm-hmm. What you really want to do is bolt that neck on, really tight that pocket. This neck in this pocket is super, super tight. This thing's so tight, it won't move at all. I had to, like, rubber <laughs> hammer it in, you know? 
And what oh I did gosh. in pre-assembly is do that first and then set where the Floyd goes. Mm -hmm. Then you drill your holes for your post. So you somebody exactly had said that's that's correct. You want to make sure that your neck seated all the way forward so that your your posts go in the correct position. Somebody had said earlier in the chat that uh, uh, shouldn't all strings be taken to full tension before you start intonation. I will tell you that intonation is the last thing that you should do on a guitar on a setup. So oh, you, sure. should, you, you should have a tune standard. And you should have your relief correct. You should have your nut checked. You should have everything good to go. And the intonation should be the last thing you do on the guitar. Yeah. Let, let me say something real quick. Holly, do you understand what intonation is? Because was she the one that asked the question? And I don't I know so. if I don't know if it's been explained what intonation actually is. It's basically where the guitar is in tune with with itself. So the quickest way I can demonstrate, I'll demonstrate it real quick. Open or fretted? Quick is yes, yes. Okay, so the twelfth fret, right here. These are these silver things. These are frets. Not everybody knows what, what a guitar is. These these are frets. Okay, the fingerboard is in between the frets. And these are these are the dots. Okay. So the twelfth fret, which is underneath the double dots there, that's the easy way to remember. You got the open string. This is what I was trying to get Robbie to do earlier. You hit like an open string. Yes, Holly. And then you fret the string at the twelfth fret. See it's the same note. So the way you tell is you play the harmonic and then you play the, the note. And it should be the same. That's intonation. That's how you can tell. You can hear that. Correct. Now I just got this guitar intonated, so it better be intonated. It better be right. The axe just said that Eddie's guitars were messed up. Eddie's were messed up because he was the only guitar player in the band and everybody tuned to Ed. Ed walked in the studio, and he told uh, uh, Mike would ask him to hit an open E. And everybody tuned to Ed. That's why on some of the recordings, they're not tuned to 100%. They tuned to Ed. You know, Ed tuned up, and then everybody tuned to Ed. So sometimes it wasn't 100% <clears throat> perfect on the tunings. Like, I think, just for instance, one's on, one of them's running with the devil, right? Isn't the B flat or the, ble the B sharp? Or, or the G, uh, one of those strings is sharp or flat because, uh, I mean, that's just the way that they, they they didn't tune up before they played. They just tuned to uh, Ed's ear. So, Right, it's the mm. B string, yeah. The B, yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I used to play along with, with a lot of the, the albums and some of the older ones. And and I would kind of just kind of jam along, and it would go song to song, and every once in a while it'd get to a song, and I'd be I'd be thinking, oh my guitar is out of tune, but it wasn't me, it was the song it was a slightly was in a slight different tuning. No uh, epoxy, not, no epoxy acts. Right, not visible. Said what about <laughs> truss rod adjustment? Uh, you said to get that right first. So again, whenever I set up a guitar, I start at the neck. I start at the headstock. I work my way down. In Phoenix, a dry climate, so I'll check all the tuners because the tuners are always loose out here. You know, we got some shrinkage out here, so I'll tighten all the tuners up. Strings are off. Restring. Uh, um, I'll take the. Uh, this is all Floyd Rose talk. I mean, I don't have very many non-Floyd Rose guitars. I'm a Floyd guy. You know, take I take my string tree off. Make sure my nuts seated well. Make sure it's centered well. 
Um, and then, uh, yes, you're going to want to check your uh, your neck relief once you get everything tuned up to pitch. Don't tar- start checking neck relief until everything's tuned to pitch. <laughs> Don't start tapping. Tuned. Yeah. And then uh, one other thing that was a huge stickler of John Sears was string alignment. This will drive me nuts. If, if I'm not even on both sides, if there's not an even amount between the two, that's called your string alignment from your high E and your low E, that's called string alignment. Okay, some of them are off, like way off. One will be cocked. You'll have no play on your low E. Um, uh, and I again, I'm going from Sir Standard. You know, John Sir taught me a lot of stuff. But if it's going to be heavy on any side, you want it to be heavy on the high E side, because if you if you don't if if you don't have anything on this side, you'll be sliding off when you're playing. So if you're going to be heavy on one side, be heavy on the high E. Don't be heavy on the low E, because it's going to push you off the fretboard. It's going to look like this. It's going to look. It's going to be over, and then you know your your string alignment is going to be off. So string alignment is mm-hmm. super important for me. One thing I really pay attention to. Easy easy way to kick it. Uh, you guys have questions about kicking the neck angle. I know how to do all that stuff, and I'm sure these guys do too. But um, I'm kind of have I'm kind of happy we're having this conversation tonight because I love talking about technical guitar stuff because people have always been really cool to me when I was young. Uh, nobody taught you anything with guitars. They just took your guitar and did whatever they wanted to on it. And um, <laughs> and then later on in life, I bumped into some people that actually would show me how to do stuff. And I, you know, I like talking about this stuff. But string alignment is super important. But yes, yeah, so when you start doing the, um, when you start uh, your setup, you want to start at the headstock, in my opinion. Again, this is just me, not everybody else. But uh, And then work your way down. Because if you work your way down... This is the last thing you should do, your intonation. So, and then you look back up here, oh my God, did I? If you start here and you work all the way down, you've touched everything that's important. So. Yeah. Now, of course, I I sand my neck relief into the neck because that's what Edward told me to do at the factory that day. You know, so all my necks are straight. Yeah. Yeah. That's the There's way nothing wrong with that. Everybody's got their own thing, Robbie, for sure. You know. And you know, you talk about uh, string alignment. Now, obviously, this one's right. You know, and uh, with five pre-assemblies, I had plenty of time. You know, to uh, to do that. I was thinking I'll get it really close into the camera so you can see it. Let's see the twenty the twenty second fret. Do you have a fish lens? <laughs> Do you see how the neck's mean. looking like it's warped? That's really well, weird. It is. At, at any rate. <laughs> it is. What, what happened at Kramer oh was because it was all templates and they used the templates to router out the neck pockets too, they left play to be able to move the neck to get the string alignment correct. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's another thing that I did not agree with, but they're trying to make money. They want guitars out the door. Mm-hmm. This way they could do it. You could move the neck and tighten the screws a little bit. And, uh, you know, yeah, I guess if I get really close to the camera, I'd fish eye. I don't know. Yeah, that was weird.
But that's just like the template for the Floyd Rose. Wait, I the, have one. The template for the route for the Floyd, the template for the for the studs for the Floyd, and it's all designed so you can move it around and tweak it, you know? Yeah. So that's probably why you've seen some that are off. Personally, the stuff that I buy is really old from, you know, the beginning, and uh, most of the, the quality was a little bit better then. Louis Villarreal's in the chat. Did you get your strings? I I bailed all that Lewis. stuff on Wednesday, so I want to make sure that Louis got his strings. I know that uh, Alice said that she got her picks. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you can comment, too, if you got your picks, but I mailed all that stuff out on Wednesday, so hopefully you guys got it. Oh, I'm catching crap because of that. Look, you guys, there's not a massive <laughs> bow in this hat. <laughs> You're catch, catching crap? <laughs> oh, I got the... The tuners in the way here. Let this here off there. But I mean, it's straight, absolutely straight. There's no bow in it. You think I can get action this low? You see how low these strings are? Yeah, that action looks pretty low. All my guitars are like this, so I can play them. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super low. I know when I'm assembling a guitar, I'm on the right track. If I put the Floyd Rose on and before I get it to float, none of the strings play. They all The whole string frets out. Once I get that Floyd to float, then it's fine. That's when you know it's about as low as you could possibly get it. That, that's a good mm -hmm. feeling when that happens. I have a fish lens here. I used to put on my phone. I'm wondering if I can use it with this. Not oh, really. Johnny. You look like a guppy. Weird. Maybe a beta. Let me see. Ah, that case is too big. Oh, hey, I could show this. Uh, uh, they gave us, uh, when I first walked into, uh, when I first started working at... Uh, uh, sir, Mike asked me if I had a ruler, and I said, well, you know, I've got one of the Stu Mac rulers. He goes, this is what you want right here. Let's see here. And it's a 64. It's a 64. Yep. And uh, we would just check. Uh, John measures off uh, last fi uh, final fret, so you just check. I'm at three. I'm on three, and I see three for low E. So on four for high E. And then C4, you would see the fourth notch on low E. So on four, C4 is sir. And then uh, low uh, action, which we used, uh, was uh, 364. So you would just bounce off that. And these are also great for checking your pickup height. You know, you just check uh, check your pickup height, thread it, mm -hmm. thread it, and then check your pickup height on the high E, low E. Like I said, I'm at six and four, six on low E. And 464s on high E. Nice. Peggy is asking, is your phone dead? Whose? Mine? 40 did not receive the strings yet. Okay, yeah, oh. uh, he'll be getting those. Mike, uh, not yet if you ask me about picks, but... Um, yeah, I mailed that stuff on Wednesday, so hang tight. You guys will be getting your stuff. Uh, I, I know that Alice got hers, but 
it was going from Phoenix to California, so they probably got theirs a little quicker. She probably got hers a little quicker. So, uh, forty grit. What are the bumblebee and the black and white behind you? Uh, the, um, hold on. The uh, the black and white I got from Dane at Zim's Guitars. Shout out to Dane. I went back. I uh, I traded in an amp, and uh, my son in law is uh, has been watching the watching this. And uh, he's gotten into building guitars, or, or went, went to play guitar. So uh, I lent him my amplifier, and I was like, well, now I don't have a garage amplifier. So I went back over to Dane's and bought the amp back I had traded in. So shout out to uh, Dane over at Zim's Guitar. He's got a great shop. And uh, But the, uh, the white and black is an EVH. The black and yellow is an art series. You are so lucky to live so close to Dane's shop because if I was there, I would be there all the time. Yeah, uh, we got to, uh, um, I caught him right as we opened, as he opened the other day, I was out there and um, I went in and got to hang out with him for a few minutes. We talked shop for a little while and then um, I got a t-shirt for tonight and uh we had talked some business and I said oh, nice. I to have my amp back. So, uh, so, uh, Oh, and I got my sticker, Johnny. I got my sticker. Oh, you got one of the big ones. That's good. Yeah. So, so he's got, he's got really tiny ones too. Yeah. Oh no. He's uh, Hey man. Uh, if you guys are in Phoenix area, make sure you go check out Dane. He's cool. And he's got a really cool shop. And like I said, total, total nostalgic when I walk in there. Cause uh, you know, back in Michigan, we had a place called Dr. Guitar. It was on the corner of Ford road and Merriman. And um, we would just go in there and hang out. You know, all the high school kids are in there playing, and that's probably what's going on at Dane's shop when high school gets up because he's right next to a uh, high school. So he's got a bunch of kids in there inspiring a bunch of kids to play, and that's cool, you know. But, yeah, this is an art series. And this was owned by a celebrity. I bought this at the uh, Temecula California Guitar Center. I don't know what year it was, but it was somebody from The Matrix Somebody from the movie The Matrix had traded it in. And uh, they said, well, that's celebrity owned. And they wanted a bunch of money for it. And I said, I'm not paying you for somebody. <laughs> that, I'm not paying you for somebody from The Matrix. I mean, the only cool Somebody that worked Matrix on the movie? Was, no, it was it was one of the actors in the movie. and uh, and But it wasn't Keanu Reeves. So I said, if it wasn't Keanu Reeves, I'm not paying you anything for it, you know? So, um, hmm. yeah, this one just Lawrence hangs. Fishburne. Yeah, maybe I mean, it was his. I'm going to be honest. I've never even seen the movie. I know that Keanu Reeves is in it. Um, but yeah, this is an art series. And uh, yeah, had it for a long time, man. I've had this guitar for a super long time. So. Not a scratch on her. So she just hangs, just like all these. So. Uh, yeah. I was going to go over some EVH guitars. You want to talk about some EVH guitars? Robbie, is, is that okay if we talk EVH? You can do whatever you want, man. I want is that right, I want Robbie? People, I want people to see your guitars, man. It's cool. Is that cool? Is that is that cool, Robbie? Is is that all right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on there, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going. <laughs> That's crazy. Who's sending these in? Who is this? It's probably that atomic is crazy punk. talk. The atomic punk. Oh my it's gosh! Probably atomic punk again. Look, look at this. Here's, here's another one. Actually, when Forty Grit's talking, he looks like Steve Vai. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of, huh? Yeah. You just need to be holding a gem in your hand. There's another one. <laughs> He's sent I make a whole those pictures look good, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> he sent a whole bunch of these things in. Oh wait, that might be all of them. <laughs> and then and then uh who else? Somebody sent something else in. Peggy. James and Peggy, if you can't see it, I will send another one. I'm at home. Uh, what? Look at this. Oh, cool. Look at this. They're sending photos of their guitars. There you go. Oh, there yeah, that's a, a good one. We got a music man. Right there. Very cool. I'm sorry. Mary Somebody said here there's no guitar center in Temecula. Sorry, Marietta. It's in Marietta, right off the, uh, it was in Marietta, so that's where I got it. There's their amplifiers right there. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, everybody, yeah, feel free to send, uh, send photos in. We usually have a number on the screen. But uh, when you have four people, it, no more. <laughs> it blocks. It blocks the uh, the the, uh, the the things. But there you go. There's another one being sent in tonight. Very. That's that's a very nice one. At least I'm not Blanche. <laughs> Who is? I can't tell what's going on. That would be uh, Forty Grit. Wow. I never watched that show. Was it good? Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Out of Man. 93 guitars, I only have four of them that don't have Floyd Rose. Am I Pete Vankman? <laughs> That's a nice one. Uh, can I comment to G? Uh, I don't want to mispronounce his, his name, but the uh, uh, G's commenting about... Bushnoff. I bought the guitar. Bushnoff. Uh, G. Bushnoff. I bought that. It's off Bushnoff. Cal Oaks. Uh, it's off Cal Oaks. There's a steakhouse on the corner right there by the Murrieta Guitar Center. And I used to gig at that steakhouse. So I forgot what the steakhouse is called. But um, You would gig at a steakhouse? Yeah, they Pretty had food, a huge man. patio on the back, man. I mean, it was really cool. And uh, we actually played New Year's Eve there, and we had a really good – we had a good following. I was in a band called Detour in uh, Temecula. I was in Left on Latham. And I was in uh, – what's the final uh, – Flathead Six. I was in quite a few bands during my. Uh, we used to play Temecula Wine and Beer Garden. That was a place that was difficult to get into. We had no problem getting in there. So, but I think everybody liked that I played Eruption. Uh, the uh, the bartender said, "Oh, you guys tonight. You're the Eruption guy. You'll play Eruption tonight, right?" And I said, "I'll play Eruption tonight." So uh -huh. I, I would. I would start you got a free steak? No, I. Uh, that was at Wine and Beer Garden. <laughs> Oh. But I would start set three with eruption, and then we go into "You Really Got Me." That's that was the ten o'clock uh, set, you know, around that time. The, you know, everybody's waking up and everybody's got their drink on, and you, you know, even if you played it terribly, which I wouldn't do, but uh, even if you played it terribly, people didn't know if you were playing it good or not because they were three sheets to the wind by then. So, hey, G, mm -hmm. I live here too. See you, Atomic Punk. Good night. Hey, see, G says he lives here. I live here too. Oh, nice. I live here. I do live here. I live right here. Yeah. 
Hey, let oh me pull out a let me pull out a Wolfgang. Hey. Oh. Cool. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> All right. I I I'll be right back. But yeah, talk about that guitar. That's oh my gosh. So this is a custom shop. Uh I was trying to look up how many of these were made. So anybody in the chat? Super heavy guitar. I think this one weighs in at about 11 pounds. But these were the uh, Les Paul. These are a uh, set neck. Uh, Les Paul style EVH. And this one is number 94, I think, with my glasses. But uh, these were, uh, these are, uh, they didn't do too many of these. Uh, I think uh, Mammoth, uh, the guitar player for Mammoth, uh, has one of these. He sent it to uh, Chip Ellis. Chip Ellis had uh, thinned the neck down and um, uh, relicked it out, made it look really super cool. I don't have the intention of doing that, but uh, these are pretty uh, pretty uh, expensive now, kind of difficult to come by, but uh, I figure I'd pull this one out tonight and show you guys. Um, pretty cool guitar. I like that. Yeah. These are the, uh, these are the custom shop. The EVH Wolfgang Custom Shop. So super thick body. Somebody just said super thick body. Man, look at that. This thing's a beast. It's just super heavy. Super heavy. But sounds great. I mean, I've used this guitar a couple times. Never played. I never gigged with it. But, uh, I mean, the bends are like butter on this thing. Just super, super duper uh, easy. Uh, you guys can see I got that white, the white standard right there. That's a uh, 2009. That was the first run. So they did white, they did black, and they did the sunburst. Those uh, those were uh, um, the first run. Um, this black one that I have here is a super low serial number uh, for first run. And this one plays just effortless. You know, uh, you've got an early one because both the volume and the tone are low friction. Uh, as they got older, as they as they kept going, um, as they started getting, uh, um, as the manufacturing uh, started stepping up, they started putting a high friction pot uh, in these because live, which I've experienced playing these live, your 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 tone knob will roll off. A little bit you're kind of playing with it all the time so uh they put uh, high friction pots in these later on but uh, if you have a super quick uh it's a low friction on your tone that's a very early first run wolfgang and the uh that one up there has uh, low friction as well if you guys can find one of these i would uh recommend snagging it because probably the best bank for the buck this was the Japanese Wolfgang, uh, the made in Japan. These guitars were built with 100% uh, uh, USA parts, USA pickups, USA parts, uh, bird's eye uh, neck, um, the hard rock maple uh, uh, two-piece, and uh, no angle, just straight, just like a special flat top. But these are superior craftsmanship, made in Japan, and uh, this thing plays like a dream. And you'll save yourself probably these days twenty five hundred, three thousand bucks just by going with the special. Which, in my opinion, 
Um, not a $3,000 difference if you can find one of these to go to the Archtop uh, USA. There's not a $3,000 swing there to where you're going to be gaining something by spending $3,000 more. If you happen to stumble on one of these, I see them on uh, OfferUp and Craigslist every once in a while. Definitely snag it if you see it. I got this one locally here, and uh, this one plays really good. There's a guy out in um, near my son's house in Simi Valley that has one, and he uh, he's proud of it. And I think he wants about fifteen hundred bucks for it. But uh, even at fifteen hundred bucks, it's probably still a win. So, wow. What? So what is that? I'm sorry, I just got back. What? Which one is that? This is the special. That's a. Is that Japan or China? Japan. Oh, dude. The this is the one you want. I do want that this is one. The, this is the Japan special. If you're gonna get a special, get the Japan. So. I actually, I actually have a, a hardtail of that one. The Japan. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Do you play it? It's, it's Is there. it over there? It's over there. Well, you never break them out, man. It's the same. Dude. <laughs> uh, that that, that treble guitar you play all the time. What's that one called you play all the time? The uh, What's that bridge? The Vegatrum. The Vegatrum. That's the only guitar you play. You got to break out your Wolfgang for Sunday, man, and play through that amp. Play yeah. that little Japanese amp you got. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Check this out. I, I showed this. Uh, where is it? Oh, it's last back night. there. What was that last night? Somebody, somebody sent me a uh, somebody in Japan. They had redone one of those micro stacks. You know the EVH. Check, check this, check this out. Let me, let me. Uh, hang on. I'll be right back. I'll grab this. Let me, let me show you guys this. If you didn't see it. I believe that I believe the val the values on those pots are five hundred and two fifty. I know for sure the volume's five hundred. It may be a two fifty or five hundred. I don't know. I've R J Sizzlin Steer. That's it. R J Sizzlin Steer. Yeah, I used to play there on the port. Look at that. Look at this thing. Yeah, that's cool, man. So it's an EVH, but it but it's made to look like a PV. It was a gift. Number fifteen. The guy made fifteen of them, and it's a friend from uh, from Facebook, from Japan. So, so you got the last one. Oh, oh, I don't know. Maybe it made more of them. Maybe this is just number fifteen of however many he made. I guess. I don't know. But very cool, dude. You got the guitars. So this is a uh, gold top. <laughs> This oh is a gold goodness. top PB. Um, very wow. early serial number, patent pending on the headstock. Um, nice uh, figure on the back of the neck. The cool things about the gold tops is they had the maple cap. So if you got a gold top, you got a maple cap. Uh, all the translucents had <clears throat> the maple cap. And if you got a gold, you got the maple cap. If you got a solid color, you didn't get a maple cap on the PB Wolfgangs. But this is a PV Wolfgang. It, you know, it's it's kind of sad, man. I sold a lot of my PV Wolfgangs off once the EVHs came off because I just felt that Ed kept graduating. They kept getting better and better. You know, I kind of was with, on the Ed bandwagon, believing that the EVH stuff was better. Um, I would say that uh, they all have their place, especially after having, my God, I think I had four Ernie Ball Van Halens at one time and I sold them. Just because I don't know why I did that, but I wish I wouldn't have because I have zero intention of buying another one. Now that one's an Axis, so don't. That's not an. It's not an EVH. It's an Axis. 
that uh, my son saw on uh, Craigslist in San Diego, and I had him go get it for me. So yeah, those if you've got the Eddie Van Halen Wolfgang man, good job. Or the uh, the the Music Man, Johnny's yeah. got one. Yeah, I, if you got I, one of those, those are nice. I have so. one. I got one. I've had it since '92. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pay for that because I, in my opinion, I just not comfortable playing those. Are pretty small guitars, you know. They're they're cool for, you know. Eddie was super small. If you, if you ever had the chance to meet Edward, I met him at uh, Nam show. Uh, he's a very small individual. That's so. I grew up being six foot one. And putting my strat on me, going, why does my strat look so small and it looks so big on Edward? It looks cool on him. It doesn't look cool. He on was me. taller than you me. Uh, yeah, he was super. He he, he was tall. He was tall. That was us in 2014. Yeah, Johnny, you must taller. be pretty short then, bro. Because he's I'm a, three. He was a little I'm guy. three foot. Yeah, he was a little guy, man. I bumped into him at Nam show, and I was like, man, he's just he's a little guy. I think he was like, well, I'm I'm five six or five seven, so he must be yeah. like five eight. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that was 2014. That was at a friend's party. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's five seven. Yeah. I think it was five seven. I I was taller than he was at the factory, and you know, he was he was he was very slight built. He was not you know, really muscular. He was he was lean and mean, if you will. My son's asking me in the chat if the gold one went to Cabo. Uh, the white, I had a white Wolfgang that went to Cabo, all the pictures. And by the way, this week I'm going to go pull, go to my storage unit and pull the pictures from Cabo when I played at Cabo because they're in storage. I'm going to pull those out and I'll just, I'll probably have them if you want to have me on next week. I'll probably have, go pull them out. And then uh, sure. there's some cool pictures of me playing. Uh, I played a white, I took a white Wolfgang standard and I took a white Wolfgang special down there with me when I played. So I got pictures of me playing those guitars. So Gold did mm-hmm. not make it. So, stop asking if you're going to be on next week. You are part of the panel on Saturday. No, I, <laughs> I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like that. I never want to assume anything. It's never good to assume, Robbie. Yeah, yeah Robbie. <laughs> I might not even be here, so I don't know. Oh, it Robbie. wasn't Johnny Bean with no Johnny Bean. That'll be something. <laughs> this show is going full AI at some point. So it could be a robot and not me. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Well, I mean, Brian's saying that Edward was, was extremely athletic. I yeah, think you have her. to look at what year was that? You know, when I saw him in 84, when I saw him in 82, and he didn't seem very athletic. Like I say, he was a very cool cat. And uh, no, for sure, he appreciated me not, you know, fawning all over him and whatnot. I think that's one of the reasons why he kind of trusted me to work on stuff. And, you know, at the factory, they were all like, it has to be done this way. It has to be done that way. You know, and they stuck to that. And I think that he was right. And I still do the stuff he does. I got but a, I, uh, the, at that NAM show that I went to, let me see if I can. I'm going to try something. I haven't done this, but if you guys see up there, you see that picture up there from the 1998, it was the Wolfgang special poster. Yeah. Okay. So that's signed by Ed. And I walked up to him and I said, uh, he said, Hey man. And I go, Hey Ed, I just want to let you know that, uh, I spent my whole life, uh, you know, following you. And I just want to thank you for everything. He goes, yeah, man, no problem. 
what do you want me to say? And I go, keep rocking. And he goes, okay. And he goes, ah, how about keep rocking and rolling? He goes, nah, how about keep rolling and rocking? So it says on there, it says, to Mike, keep rolling and rocking. And it's signed Edward Van Halen. So. Oh, cool, man. And if I get into my storage unit, this is going to be the giveaway for next week. I have Oh, that poster? I have some of those in storage. <laughs> signed? Unsigned posters oh. in storage from the okay, 1998 that's... NAMM show. That's still cool. Mm. So, yeah, Ryan, hey, man. In concert on stage, he was phenomenal. Absolutely. Let's see. Wow. Danny Jacks thinks I'm wrong about yesterday's uh, Mars Telecaster. Uh, fine, Danny. That's fine. Call me wrong. I don't care. Wrong Stingle. You know? We actually made those at the factory as a production line guitar, and that is not one of them. There's a lot wrong with that. A whole lot. If you go ahead and buy it, go ahead. <laughs> Will you set it up for him if he buys it? I ain't working on guitar for him. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, you know, you know more than I do, then that's fine, Danny. Go ahead. <laughs> the gauntlet has but, thrown. I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to help people not buy these things that people want all this money for, and they know what they're talking about. Wait, was that the 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 mirror telly that was like three thousand yeah. dollars? Yep. Uh huh. Well, that's too much. Even though, even if it was legit, that's too much. <laughs> I picked that because I thought it was. We got into it, and there's so much wrong with that. It was, it, it was sad. I thought, finally, here's one that we did, you know, one of these production lines that we actually did back then. But no, you don't have an, you don't have a 85 Lucido uh, neck on a, you know, whatever 89 guitar or whatever. No. <clears throat> And and the guitars he played at that time were all pointies. You could call up Kyle at Dive Bomb. He does replicas of a guy that's in a cover band that does all Motley Crue. And every year he gets another guitar because they go into another phase of uh, of of mix, uh, you know, playing. Era. And, right. And you know he call he calls me and he talks to me. He says, you know, Robbie, is this headstock right? Is this is this the right one? You know, he talks to me about Let me this say. stuff. You know, so. Mick Mars. Well, let's, let's so. just call Mick Mars right now and ask him who has his number. <laughs> let's see. Telly. That's a Kramer Telly. Well, I mean, yeah, he probably had a bunch of different ones. Sorry to hear sirens going off, Holly. Hope you're all right. I hate when that happens. <laughs> I think she was talking about it in here. Uh, you, we, we I don't know. She's it. in Oklahoma, so it could be tornadoes. Yeah. When uh, you talk siren, you were very serious. You talk sirens in Oklahoma. That's tornado warning. That means possible tornado on the ground. Yeah, I dealt with oh, that in Michigan. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't like tornadoes. All right, it's cool, Danny. I'm sorry. I'll take earthquakes any day over a tornado. Danny, yeah, I know, Danny. I know, I know you love the guy. I know you'd love to have something legit. You know, 
it's like when I get I get people calling me or messaging me, is this a real grail? And it's like I'm machine gunning their hopes to hell because I'm like, well, you know, no, it's not. This is a ripoff, you know. And if people are trying to charge you 15000 for a grail. That's almost like a warning sign to begin with. Because a real grail will probably go for twenty grand. But if it doesn't have the stamp on the heel, if it's not made out of the right parts, it's not a grail. That's all there is to it. It has to be legit, you know. Oh, here we go. Oh, I thought you had another guitar there, Mr. Grit. No, um, I. That's how I broke out tonight. I went through some. I pulled some EVH stuff out tonight. I I do have a Black Wolfgang special. I was going to pull that out and say, "Hey, I've got this," and I wasn't able to go get the posters today. But I will do a giveaway next week of the Wolfgang special posters, and I think I do have the black and white one from that. There's a black and white one of him holding a Wolfgang. There's the Wolfgang special one, and there was also the 5150. The combo, the fifty-one fifty combo poster. Mm. Which have you guys seen that one? Do you know which one I'm talking about? The one where he's standing on it. Yeah, he's got his knee up on it, his leg up on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've got those too. So I'll break those out this week. Maybe we'll do some cool giveaways with that stuff next week because I'm not going to need that. I mean, that stuff's been in a poster tube since 1998. I don't think I want to need all that stuff. So. Absolutely, wow. Danny. I see one. Very nice. I'll send it to Mike. He'll send it to you. And, gee, you're absolutely right. Stars are so small. Charles Bronson was. I've actually seen uh, I've seen Chuck Norris several times. He lives in the outskirts of Norman. And, I mean, he was kind of like Eddie Isk, although he's buffer. But he's a real s- small guy, too. And when you see him, you're like, wow, I can't believe this guy could, like, kill me six days from Sunday in, like, three seconds, you know. But, uh so, yeah, absolutely. A lot of these guys were very big. You know, uh, you look at uh, Yul Brenner, especially. If any of you guys remember Yul Brenner, you know, he did The King and I, I musical. He was, in the, he was in the Ten Commandments. He was the pharaoh. Uh, Future World. He, yes, um, that's, uh, that was, uh, 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 dang, I can't remember the name of that. Uh, I can't remember that, that excellent movie he was in, uh, where he was the robot. He was very short. I mean, very short. He had to stand on like boxes when they filmed scenes. All the people had to wear like flat shoes, especially the women. You know, Westworld. That's the name of that movie. Westworld. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. I I have one to show that has nothing to do with Kramer or Eddie Van Halen. Other fact that it's red. If you want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, that's a cool guitar, man. Oh, my goodness. What's on the inlay? What is that? Is that Chuck Uh, Norris? It's a little devil. Oh, that's cool, man. (laughs) Cool inlays. It is a, uh, it's a Jeff Watson from the band Annihilator, and he's also a comedian. It's his signature guitar. Another Jeff Watson? Yeah. And it's called uh, the Annihilation. Oh, wow. And it's an Epiphone. It's exactly what he plays. And it's got, uh, it doesn't have Epiphone pickups in it. It comes with the Jackson picker. Sorry, Jackson. Sorry, Robbie. And it comes with Gibson pickups in it. Calm down, USA Gibson. USA Gibson. That's fine. fine. You know, it's (laughs) not. 
I know you've got like 175 Jacksons. You know, that's cool. <laughs> I have um, one. I have a, I have a Charvel. I'm giving it away because, you know. Tonight? No, hey. I'm giving it to a, a friend's son. I'm sending out to him. So what I like about this, got a little kill switch in it. The only, I only own four that do not have Floyds on. This is one of them. The 59 Les Paul's another one, but I only have the one that's got the kill switch in it. So it's kind of neat. Uh, different. Sounds good. Plays great. It's got a, a really thin neck in it, on it. It doesn't have the, the thicker Gibson-style neck. Rover's on it. So it's kind of a neat guitar. Sounds really good. Uh, got... The only thing I wish they would have done, if you see these like little indentations yeah. here, I wish they'd have done those in black. Just a little indentation. What's that for? It's just it's just a design on the body. Huh. Interesting. Uh, but I mean, leaving them red, they're kind of you know, unless you look at them a certain way, you don't see them. But if they yeah. just would have did a, mm -hmm. did a black on the inside, it'd been pretty neat. It probably would have looked better black. You know, uh, but the guy who taught me how to build guitars used to always say, if you can't hide it, highlight it. Yeah, there you go. And it would look better as black, you know what I'm saying? But it's actually kind of neat guitar. I, I really like it. Uh, they were like eight or 900 new. Eight, 800, I think. Now they're on reverb for like 11, 12, just like everything else. Wow. So, nice low Very action. Nice. I like Very it nice, nice too. So, yeah, I can't. Uh, I, tr I I traded a AR15 trigger for this guitar, That's even cool. up. Cheech <laughs> <laughs> asked if I had if I was a sniper, and if I answered that, I'd have to kill him. So. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but I do. You know what? I, I know this is a guitar show. But is it to, an to answer to answer Cheech's question real quick? Uh oh, oh here comes the God. strike. Oh yeah, I don't know if we can show that. Shut down for this. <laughs> that was just real quick. That don't was real matter. Quick. It don't matter. <laughs> they've, they've, I, why you get a strike for that? They've destroyed oh, YouTube shows for nothing. YouTube's on a warpath. No, 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 don't even talk about any of that. It's fine. It's All fine. right. Right. <laughs> Wait, how that was just, I don't know what that was. It just flew by. Guitars. <laughs> <laughs> but in Ohio, we're free. <laughs> uh, no, it's all good. Uh, it's not real. That's right. That wasn't real. Um, that's a water. Hey, uh, I was going to ask Ron, what's your favorite Sport. Gibson pickup? I'd have to say it's probably the, the PAF. Did he say Ron or? Either one. Oh, okay. He asked him the question, not you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> I, I I really I as far as Gibson goes I'm don't crucify me for this I'm not a real Gibson fan I mean the only reason I had the 59 Les Pauls because it was my dad's he bought it new and I still have it and this 
you know, uh, that's like the only two Gibsons in out of 93 guitars. That's the only two Gibsons or well, one Gibson, one wow. Epiphone. 93. Yeah, the rest of the rest of them are Jacksons and Charvels and uh, BC Riches. So, Robbie, I, I did. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> what? What's your favorite pickup? Gibson. Yeah, I like the old the old PAFs, like the what came in my double deck that I bought in 1980, or really what's in the SG I got in '84. The only problem is they didn't wax pot them, so. If they wax potted them, I'd probably like them more. But it is. It's an 8.0 output, you know, and uh, it's not going to be a feedback monster or something. Not the kind of feedback I like, you know. But uh, as far as Gibson pickups, uh, you know, they did make make some Alico 2, mostly Alico 3s. They went in Alico 4 also. So most of the Gibson pickups you get are Alico 3 magnets. It'll be a little bit brighter. I've got a uh, Les Paul Studio with a with a, a 500T, and it reads a 15.3, and it's probably it's an Alnico five for sure, and um, or uh, yeah, I think it is, and um, that's a great pickup. That's my favorite Gibson pickup. Uh, uh, the 500T is a great pickup. So if you're looking for a hotter pickup in a Gibson, try the 500T. I'm a, I'm a Seymour Duncan fan. You're a Duncan guy? Yes, sir. Yeah. Robbie, are you a Duncan guy or a DiMarzio guy? Oh, Duncan all the way. I had a DiMarzio once. Once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's got to be wound by Marcella Juarez, man, and she's going to retire. She's going to retire here before too long. You ain't going to be able to get Marcella wound uh, custom shop, 78, Al Nico 2, staggered winding, you know. Who is that, Robbie? Marcella Juarez. Hi, this is MJ from the Seymour Duncan NAM 2023 in Anaheim, California. You are watching John, Johnny B. Johnny B. Johnny B. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for all your support. If you don't mind a uh, if you don't mind a shameless plug for uh, uh, John Sir, if you guys like the uh, hotter pickups, uh, if you like the JB, try a SSH Plus. The Sir SSH Plus is my number one pickup. It'll be the, it'll be that between the Custom Five, the uh, Seymour Duncan Custom Five, or the Sir SSH Plus are really good, and they're both Alnico Five pickups. I've just come to realize I'm probably an Alnico Five guy. Um, but the uh, SSH Plus is a really good pickup. So, no, nice. I, I took I, I took the Screaming Demon off of Bones and I put a White Invader on it. Well, that's a major it. swing. Yeah, I know. I just yeah. wanted to hear the sound difference, and actually, I like it. Yeah, uh, that's why it's still on there. You know, so you know, Lynch always said that you know the Screaming Demon. It wasn't. It, it's it's almost confusing to buy that pickup because you think you're getting a super hot pickup and the screaming demon was not a hot pickup at all mm-hmm. you know it was it was more of a mellow but then again like i said in the first show i think i was on lynch was always known for having the amp do the work he didn't have the guitar do the work his amps did the work so you know that's why mm-hmm. um 
uh, Lynch's pickup and the, the you know the screaming demon wasn't that hot of an output. But now if you go to the Mr. Scaries, like I've got guitars back here with the arcane Mr. Scaries in them, they're mm-hmm. reading fourteen. They're reading fourteen fifteen. So you know they're they're more of a hotter pickup. He's all over the place, you know, with regards to what he's he's gonna do. The uh, sometimes he'll go mellow, sometimes he'll go more uh, vintage, and then uh, on the arcanes, uh, you know, they're they're pretty hot pickups. So I actually got one I built. It's out. Hold on a second. Hi, Robbie. So this one I did. Um, <clears throat> See Alder, uh, Mr. Scary. So they're Mr. Scary pickups. I put the performance uh, uh, ring in there, the uh, the single coil uh, pickup ring, and those are both Mr. Scary Arcanes, Mr. Scary, and this thing just this thing sounds really good. This is a really that's, good sounding guitar. That's neat. Wow. So, that perfect setup and. Uh, you know, shout out to uh, Lynch on this one. This was a uh, Lynch. This was a. Uh, you ever seen that video? Walk away. Yeah. Okay, so this was this was the guitar. I was trying to mimic it, just by watching the video. I was trying to mimic it a little bit, and then come to find out that guitar is a cattle skin. I got a friend of mine that's actually held that guitar, and he said, "Mike, you're way off. That guitar is a skin of a cattle." <laughs> so that's, all the light spots is where there's no hair on the skin you know it was actually a, a cattle skin guitar so i was way off but it still looks cool i mean like you don't see very many brown guitars so no. you know it's got a cool you contrast know, with the chrome so that video they each shot that video individually except for the one scene where they were all together yeah um, that was the final that was the yeah, final outing for them yeah yeah so they hated each other at that point and yeah. So they they you know everybody went there and did their part, and then on one day they all met to do the, the where they're inside that like uh, structure. Mm-hmm. And they just did that one part there, and that was it. The rest of it, it was all everybody on their own day. Yeah, that was somebody's house. I I saw an interview with Don Dockin, and he was talking about that video, and it was uh it was like the producer's house of the of something. They they shot the final video there because it was his house, and um. Interestingly enough, there was a, just an interview with Mick Brown uh, that he did, and he came out and said, hey, man, I'm not decrepit. I'm not, you know, just going into <laughs> retirement. You know, I got nothing wrong with me. I just don't want to play drums anymore. I'm done. It's it's over. He said, I will never put uh, drumsticks in my hands again. I will never sit at a kid again. I'm done. I'm not going to do it anymore. So, you know, uh, you know, respect for that guy because uh, he just lives over here in Cave Creek. There's an employee that works for me. I actually saw him at a sushi bar out in Cape Creek, so he lives pretty close to me. So, pretty oh, cool that wow. he's uh, he's still functional. He he rides around on his motorcycle all day. That's what he does. He lives in <laughs> Cape Creek and rides around on his Harley. That's what he does. So, good for Dang. him. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. I think Don yeah. Don needs to give it up though. His voice is shot. You know, I I I just have such respect for those guys. It's 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 really difficult for me to say, you know, when is when is a good time? It's all they know. Well, so, I mean, you know, on on the new record stuff, you know, obviously they're working in the studio getting his voice. But if you listen to the live stuff, it's the voice is just it's gone. Yeah. I mean, he, instead of but, he, he don't even attempt 
to go half as high as he used to, and now he just sings everything like yeah. so much lower, and then it doesn't sound right. Yeah, I I, mm. I think there's a lot of nostalgia guys in the crowd, like you know you know guys like me that you know just you know I'm more of a Lynch guy than I ever was a Don Dockin guy, but I mean you know you still got to respect the guy for going out there because he's oh, yeah. a lot older than I am. And to get up in front of people and still have the uh, the um, the gum the gumption to get up there and go, okay, I'm going to walk out before these people and I'm going to put on the uh, put on the best show that I can. You know, I still got respect for those guys. I mean, there's a there's a lot of '80s bands that can't pull it off anymore. I could, I, I you know, I've got a laundry list of them. Like who? But at the end of the day, no, Name I would it. never do it. I would never do it. Jeff Tate can't do take hold of the flame anymore like he did in 1984. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, you've you've got to weigh that with you know, yeah. are we still doing what we could do in 1984? I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, uh, <laughs> you know, for me to go. I'm still not doing my homework, and I still skip school. <laughs> yeah, Paul I mean, Stanley said Some of the guitar that. players, you know, some of the guitar players, yeah, you know, like some some of the some of the heavies, you know, from our time. They can't pull off what they pulled off. Uh, who was it the other day? Uh, Vivian Campbell. I'm watching a Vivian Campbell interview. And he said, I can't pull off that Dio stuff. He said, I go back and listen to that Dio stuff. And I'm like, well, because I go see Def Leppard. And I'm like, man, that's just a, that's That's really weird seeing Vivian Campbell take second hand to uh, Phil Collins. Yeah. That's difficult for me because I see Vivian Campbell and I see Dio. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you watch an interview with the guy, and he's like, "You know, I listen to that Dio stuff, and I don't even know how I played it. You know, like it's 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 difficult. You know, it's it's a lot. It's more difficult." So. Uh, mm-hmm. In the chat, Mike Olson, Vince Neil never could sing. <laughs> yeah, that's why they tuned to D just for you guitar folk. That's it. You know, they were accommodating for his uh, for his voice tuning to D. But Paul Stanley said it best. He was on the Howard Stern show, and he made the comment. He said, you know, he's 70 or 71. He said, if you want to go see, if you, if you want to hear me from Kiss Alive or Kiss Alive 2, then go put on Kiss Alive or Kiss Alive Put on Alive the record. 2. I yeah. saw that. Yeah, that was that was funny mm. when he said that. Yeah. <laughs> Good wow. point. Good point. But see, there, there's like- a, there, there, well, there's a fine line there. I mean, you have respect for him, but then it gets to the point where you're like, well, he should have retired. Because, you know, he was up here, now he's down here, and that's how we're going to remember him now as he was here at the end, where he couldn't do this, but he was trying. So mm-hmm. there, there's, a, there's a fine line there when it's time to just take your bow and walk away. Go hey, out man. on top. It, yeah, I guess, I guess you can look at it that way, but I will tell you, sorry, I'll tell you one thing. There's days when I'm not having a good day. Okay, and oh, we all have them. True. And we're like, man, I walk in this room and I look at this wall and I feel better in about 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, man, Lynch was so cool. Oh, my God, Edward. Oh, my God, Martini. And I'm like, all right, I'm good, you know. And then, okay, you know, let's go to work. You know, so, I mean, think about what they gave us. You know, that's how I kind of look at it now. You know, what they gave me throughout my – shoot, man, I'm 52 years old. I started this game when I was, what, fifth grade when I saw Edward on the back of Diver Down? I mean, that guy gave me a lifelong passion that I'm still extremely super passionate about to the point to where when I pick up a guitar, it's got to be perfect. You know, I won't give somebody a guitar if it's not perfect. 
You know, that's why whenever I work on somebody's guitar, I'm like, okay, here, play it in front of me. I want to make sure it's right. And they're like, oh my God, this is, I just worked on a celebrity. I work, I guess he's a celebrity here. I'm not going to say who it is, but I just worked on a celebrity's guitar oh. here in Phoenix on Wednesday. And I stopped by Dane's shop after I got done. And hey, I just got done working on this guy's guitar. I went out to his house and he had a studio in his basement, had a great guitar collection. And uh, I worked on, uh, he had a Stealth EVH and he had a Floyd Rose uh, Telly that he gigs with. And uh, he's got Wait a, a side band. Yeah, he's got a side band that, you know, he gigs with. And um, uh, he said, Mike, Mike, my guitars have never played better. And I'm like, hey, man, that makes me feel really good because I set your guitar up and I'd let you play it. It's not like when you go to the guitar shop. How many times have you taken your guitar to a guitar shop? And they said, here, your guitar is ready. And you don't yeah. open the case. You don't pick the guitar up. You don't take a bend on it. You don't make sure it's good to go. You just walk out with it and you pay your money. <laughs> it's so annoying. I mean, like, that was me when I was young. Hey, your guitar is ready. I get home, I'd be like, you know, this thing really isn't playing all that great. You know, so, mm -hmm. you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a passion that people have. And if you have that passion, then that's a, that's a good thing to have because it'll wear off on other people, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Danny, we know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I was going to ask you, uh, 40 grit. Do you like, like, do you wake up in the morning? Like you said, you walk in that room. Do you like crank like the, the Dio or, or the Van Halen like every morning in there? Uh, on my way to work in the, in, in my truck, I've got a mm -hmm. good stereo system in my truck and, uh, and I'm all eighties all the time. Hey, the guys I work with at work, <laughs> you know, we all just kind of bounce around and uh, we each have control. Whoever grabs the radio first. You know, that's what plays for the day and uh, very different tastes in music in my, you know, where I work at. But uh, mm -hmm. but they always know where it's going to be when when 40 grit gets it because it's going to be on Hair Nation. <laughs> you know, I'm on Hair Nation every time. I mean, it's it's the best music, right? I mean, Hair Nation, I just haven't outgrown it. So mm -hmm. especially if you like Motley Crue and, and Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess I mean, if you're going to go for the Dio and the Van Halen, you got to go over to Ozzy, uh, Ozzy's Boneyard, right? I I just hmm. hate it. I mean, like, I'll be in the car for an hour, and on Hair Nation, and in one hour, there's four Motley Crue songs. Hmm. Then there's, you know, the next hour, there's four Guns N' Roses, and then and they play the ones that everybody's heard eight million times. If they play some that like like uh, Civil War that they don't play that much, it'd be a different story. But in you know, Mr. Brown's not. The yeah, D tracks, tracks channel is pretty stuff. good. Yeah, yeah. D tracks. But then, good. then you flip on Ozzy's Boneyard, and there's Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses again. It's like, damn, I gotta go to Octane. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, going back to the inspiration, I mean, like we all got our. I mean, look at Ron's room. Look at Robbie's room. Look at Johnny. Look at your room. You know, we've all got our little thing that we look at, and it inspires us, and it makes us feel better. It doesn't matter how bad of a day you're having. You come and get your guitar room, and you're like, hey, man, I'm feeling better already. You know, you just sit there and think about Lynch's big hair or something, and you're like, oh, my God, that guy looks so freaking cool. All right, off to work, you know. <laughs> it wasn't like that. He was cool. I was See, waiting for that. If they didn't look cool, we wouldn't have liked them as much. It don't matter how good they were on guitar. They all look cool. I, I uh, <laughs> A friend of mine looked so much like Don Dawkin. He would, when he would go out, like we'd go to Columbus to the mall or something, 
people he'd actually sign autographs, Don Dog, and people come up to him and ask him for the autograph. He'd just <laughs> sign it, okay. <laughs> I said, Man, yeah. I hope they God they never ask you to sing. Because <laughs> yeah. he sounds like Don does now. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Since money is driving <laughs> money's driving some bands to keep it going. I just heard the other day that Rat's probably gonna be uh doing a thing they said the last one to uh that blotzer was in uh steven uh piercy was in uh juan is in and that d martini was the last and now d martini's in so supposedly there's going to be something going with uh with rat here soon which would be cool because i'd go see him one more time that'd be cool to see d martini with them yeah yeah well that that's a no-brainer they worked really well together cavazzo and d martini they were a good duo you know People wanted uh, wanted him to get a hold, and I think it was only because Schenker. of the looks. No, uh, Chris Holmes, because mm-hmm. there'd be another six foot four blonde hair guy playing guitar in there too. But yeah, Chris but doesn't Holmes, Chris Holmes weigh like four hundred pounds? I mean, no, I he's not. No, no, no? He's not that. No, if you, there's a video of him, a new uh, documentary is probably a year old now. It's called Mean Man. It's on YouTube. Oh yeah. Where he goes, he goes all into how Blackie Lawless screwed him over and all that. But I love his attitude. You know, people's like, "Well, you needed to go fight this and get your money from the '80s," and blah. And he's like, "Why? I don't have it. I got, I got screwed out of it. Why worry about it? Why live in the past? You know what? I'm gonna write new new music and do it here, and I'm gonna live for tomorrow." So yeah. that was. I like his attitude, but he's, he hasn't, I think it's been 20 years since he's had a drink. So he's all, he's, it's all cleaned up that, and he does the singing for the, for the new songs. And then the songs he wrote in Wasp, the other guitar player sings those. And he does the other guy, guy sounds just like Blackie, hmm. but he was talking about, you know, if you look at the album, it's, it'll say on there, Blackie Lawless and Chris Holmes listed on there as songwriters. But he mm-hmm. said, when you get to the contract, I was listed as a studio musician. I wasn't even a band member. And he said, I hey, didn't know. I signed a contract. Raymond, I agree, Raymond. Yeah. No no pension. I mean, like people, well, I think it's what he was saying, you know, I don't want to see these old guys, you know, the old version of their band and stuff. And I mean, you know, it's a lot of nostalgic. You yeah. know, it's nostalgic to say, I saw them. But it's not like you saw them when they were like, you know, really young or something, you know, or when their stuff was hot. And it's, I wanted to point out, too, that uh, a lot of these bands go out and they've got these like backing tracks playing. They're mm-hmm. playing, but they've got the full record going behind them. And this has been going on a long time. And I mean, For me personally... I've got to. I've just got to do it. I've, if I can't stand up there and do it by myself, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to rely on some other thing or, or whatever. Now this is just me, and it's the way I've done it my whole life. Because I don't play well with others, and you probably already know that. And I think there's a song <laughs> title in there, but uh, that's the way I've always been, and that's the way I still am. You know, but uh, I kind of agree with them. I knew some people that would go to see these concerts, and these guys are like, you know. They're 70 years old and stuff, and it's just like, but, you know, really? You know, and that's just me. But I have to say, oh, there's Ned. I have to say, though, when I, when I saw 
Guns N' Roses in Oklahoma City, like, must have been four years ago. They were really good. I mean, really good. They didn't have backing, nothing. Uh, Slash missed, like, two notes the entire night. Of course, I'm looking for that. Axel's sang really well, too. Uh, I know during that tour, there was a lot of bad concerts, but apparently by the time they got to Oklahoma City, they had their stuff together, and it was it was great, especially watching them play uh, Estranged, you know, which is one of my favorite songs they do. And uh, that was just a wonderful concert. I really had a good time right there in Oklahoma City. So mm-hmm. people can't get older and still still put on a good show. So uh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying they they shouldn't do it. I, I, I'm just saying there's a fine line to the point where. I mean, I understand that you might really want to do it and you love doing it, but I, I think there's just, there's that real, you know, spider web line that you, you're just going to damage yourself in some of your fans' eyes if you continue it. I'm not, I mean, I, you know, I have a, a, one of my favorite bands is Pantera. And when this whole thing started, you know, last year about the Pantera reunion, to me, hmm. that, piss me off it's not a reunion without Vinny and dime you know uh i would have felt much better if they would have said you know it's a pantera tribute show featuring phil and 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 rex um and they're coming here to pittsburgh or up up star lake up by pennsylvania pits up that area and everybody's like you're gonna go you're gonna go because i saw them with dime and Vinny in you know 99 somewhere around there uh and I want to go just to hear the songs live again, but it, you know, still part of me says, but it's not, you know, it's not really them. It's only half of them. So I, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's just something everybody's got to face. And like, uh, I had tickets to the, 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 the night dime died. I had tickets to that show and didn't go. That that's what really sucks. That's wow. So I, yeah, I, it was at, at the, uh, uh, it was in Columbus, uh, Alarosa Villa, and a buddy of mine bought tickets for me and him, and I ended up having to work late, and I didn't go, and I told him, I said, we go, I'm standing right in front of Dime. Well, where I did self-defense shooting training and all that stuff, he knows how I am. So I knew when it happened, because he called me at the house, because I was home by the time the show had started, and he, I said, what did you do? He goes, well, I got the hell out of there. I ran out. And I said, why? He goes, why ain't you? Because literally, I would have jumped on the stage and went after that guy that that shot him. That's just, Mm -hmm. that's how my personality is. And he said, I knew you would have done that. He said, not me. (laughs) I got the hell out of there before I got shot. Wow. But, yeah, I mean, because we had planned, you know, we were going to stand right there in front of Dime. That's just, now I regret not going. Oh. Jeff Davidson, yeah, great concert, man. Rock on, brother. Kubrick, you rock, man. Absolutely. Rock on. Johnny Rock, you rock. My name's Johnny, too. Johnny Bean. Johnny Bean. Hey, can I show so one you guys... picture, Johnny? Yeah. All right, this is me in 1990. I'm playing the, the ESP. That was a 1987 ESP M1 Custom. It's like a competition yellow and... I love that guitar. 
Wow. Where's it at cool. now? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I sold it in 1993, late 93 or 94. I sold it, and I've, I've regretted it ever since. Hey, Dana. I, uh, I wish I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, Raven, there's bands out there that have no original members, man. It's all about the money, like you were saying. In, in 1989, I was offered to go play, be one of the guitar players for Nazareth. But at that time, I think there was only two original members in the band. And my son was not, when I got offered that, he wasn't even a year old. And there was no way in hell my wife was going to let me go away with, with a, you know, Nazareth. not even a one-year-old. Yeah. I don't even know who's in that band at all. <laughs> well, back then there was only two. Now, if they're even still out, there's nobody original. I do know that. That hasn't been for a while. Well, who's... Who's, I, only, who's, I only liked one song. That was another reason why I didn't want to do it. I only like Love Hurts. That was the only well, song they did. That, that we used I to liked. gig with Hair of the Dog. Yeah, see? Now you're messing with the son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah we used to gig with that. It was a, it, it, that was a crowd pleaser. People like that. Well, who's yeah. the singer's name in that band? Now you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been in that band and you... you you could have gotten all oh, the autographs. That was, that was what, 34 years ago? <laughs> You'd be walking around the mall. They'd be like, there's Don Dawkins and the guy from Nazareth. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I, I was literally offered. And uh, I, because when we, we was with Sin City Records out of New York. And it was like, I'm, no. I only like one song. And my I got my own thing going here. And my son was like 10 or 11 months old. And there's no way in hell she's going to let me traverse all over the country and, you know, come home. Yeah, because they, they would have been playing like clubs. Bars. Yeah, they were Bars in front of like 10 people. Yeah. Well, they were so, doing like, they were actually doing like dinner theaters. You know, I was like, how, what the hell? Uh, yeah. You that might have been good money for you then. Uh, you want to sit there and, and eat your steak? And dinner. Yeah. <laughs> While you're eating your steak, here's someone saying, now you're messing with the son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I, I just, I walked away from that. We got a guitar alert. Mr. Grit has a different guitar. What do we got there, Mr. Oh, Grit? my gosh. Oh, this is a Jackson piece. Jackson, of hey. Oh, yeah. Next week, I'm wearing my Jackson shirt again. <laughs> Robbie walked right into that one. Dude, uh, is that a matte finish? This is a flat finish. Uh, this is the Phil Collins uh, with the sustainer. So this is uh, Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. Our Phil Collins. This is Phil Collins from Death Leopard, his guitar. The PC-1. That's his signature up there. Oh, cool. But I had to have one of these because of the sustainer. You know, there's a bunch of sustainers out there. I think I think his is the best one. You know, he's had the same one for years now. I talked to uh, his tech before. I was talking to his tech on Instagram pretty frequently when they were touring. I was just asking him questions about sustainer. And um, 
I'm in agreement with him that uh, the Phil Collins sustainer is probably one of the better sustainers out there. So that's why I got it. And I'll t- it it doesn't it doesn't uh, disappoint once you start laying on this thing. It's pretty fun. So. Hmm. Ritesh, uh, what's up, Ritesh? Ritesh, what's up? By the way, Nazareth is still up together. Are they? I think. Events, dude. If you were with Naz- Nazareth right now, you'd be playing in in Germany, Switzerland, Austria, well, Vienna. You'd I, be. Tr- I, I guarantee you, I wouldn't have been in the band for thirty four years. <laughs> 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 that was 34 years ago and like i said i only like love hurts <laughs> love hurts 1974 the flight tonight these are songs yeah i've never heard any of these i think i've heard that love hurts and i've heard that maybe that, that, hair, of that it, hair of the dog maybe yeah love, love hurts was a, probably their biggest hit and it was more or less a ballad that's the one that's kind of slow and it has yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that. Robbie, you should if cover not, that. If song. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, rhythm guitar in that had the tremolo effect on it. Yeah, dude, Ron, do do a collaboration with Robbie. Do a cover of of Love Hurts. <laughs> you want to sing it, Robbie? <laughs> Robbie will sing it. I could sing it for you. I could send you a unlisted <laughs> video. I don't know. Unless you're you're not being serious, then I, I won't. No, I'm, I'm being serious. Well, I don't think Ron is. I don't. Yeah, care. yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything. Well, almost. <laughs> I knew that was. I knew something. I was waiting here. <laughs> well, I mean, do you have the capability of making a video using a track that I send you? Can I do it on the iPhone? <laughs> right. So you obviously you don't. No. So this would have to go through Johnny. What? And, now it's a huge hey, production. All you I was saying is is uh, <laughs> you guys just record. You could just record the audio. Just record audio of because uh, thing is Robbie's always looking to to record cover songs. Like every day well, not, he's looking to record. Really. No, I'm not original oh, okay. now. The only, <laughs> the only covers I do is for... He calls Robbie. me every day. Johnny, guess what? I recorded this. I did that. I did oh, this. That's, I, that's I did three sure. Madonna songs. I'm like, that's dude... For, that's for Like sure. a virgin? Oh, yeah. by the way... He's singing how he's like... A, he's a virgin. Yeah, he's singing all these songs. Those are, those are shorts. Those are for the shorts. By the way, today's shorts... He's a virgin in the shorts. It, today's... Today's count short, on short. my short views... <laughs> My short views today, my count is 7,500. Okay, see? So anyway, I just suggested, you know, since he was almost in Nazareth, why don't you guys cover that song? And it's it's a song people know. So, Robbie, you'll get a bunch of, both of you guys, you both have channels, you'll you'll get a, a bunch of hits from that. Oh, so you're saying just do a short doing it? Sure. Because nobody wants to hear the rest of that song again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, it's like I'm doing that collab with, with Leela, La Reality. And I sent her sure. a track, but she's got, she's got all kinds of apps that she could take an unlisted video from YouTube and, and work it to make it sound like gold. But she really knows what she's doing. 
when that song comes out, it's going to be great. And uh, mm-hmm. then I'm going to release the guitar track I sent her. And uh, so we're, we're still kind of waiting for that. But it takes her a while because she's very articulate in what she does. Okay. So here's this. How about what if, and I'm just saying this is just an idea. What if Ron records, you know, verse and chorus of that song, sends it to you. You get your new computer. You can put that into your computer. You can sing over it and put it out. Well, I'm going to have to learn how to do that on a computer. It's taken me a while to, you know, that's another thing where you'd have to help me do it, which, you know, I don't know if you got time to do that. But, uh, what? I'm willing to do it. (laughs) Way to go, Mike. Ron hurts, Ron freezes, Ron reboots. That's true. Although, look, I've been lucky tonight so far. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, dude, actually, the past, uh, I, it was only within the first hour, the first, like, 20 yeah. minutes, you were freezing. Now you're fine. That's well, I good. got to quit switching on, on me automatically, too, so. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, smash this that is thumbs dead air. Up. Somebody needs to talk. This is dead air. Smash that thumbs up, you guys. Oh, we have a giveaway coming up pretty quick, too. Oh, yeah, let's do it. In uh... Wait, I got one question. He has a question, too. What kind, what kind of tuners you guys put on the headstocks? Uh, what do I prefer? Well, yeah, what do you use or, you know, you like best? For me? If, yeah. For me, it is the strobe, Peterson strobe. Oh, the oh, tuners. Oh, well, I thought you meant oh, the tuners yeah. for tuning machines. No, 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 no. well... No, sorry, I didn't clarify that enough. Struggle. I use whatever the company sends me. <laughs> they send they they send me them to review, and I review them and I use them. I've got one of those too. I don't know what this thing is, but it was in a guitar case I bought, so it doesn't it's seem to work bad. Yeah, I use the Silver Snark. The Silver Snark has uh, oh, wow. reinforced joints. You know this; these always break. Yeah, you know, that's, this is like reinforced. This yeah, this is reinforced, and I use these all the time. I, I thought you were talking about. Yeah, yeah he's tuners. got a sniper. Yeah, I thought you were talking about tuners, and you know that's that's an interesting thing too because think about all the years that we went through putting, you know, how many wines do I put on my tuner? You know, it, that was always like the big thing of how many wines should I put on my tuner? Hey, man, if it's a locking nut, put locking tuners on it because it's going to take you about thirty seconds to change all six strings <clears> out. You know, stick stick locking tuners in it, shove it through, lock it down, um, you know, take your half a turn, and then you're good to go. I mean, like, uh, everything that I build now, I put locking tuners on it just for the, safe, uh, the, the, the sake of speed uh, when yeah. it comes to changing the strings out. You know, locking well, that, tuners is the way to go. That Chapman I have, the Baritone Chapman's got Chapman locking tuners on it. And as far as the locking mechanism goes, they're great. As far as tuning goes, they're a little on the rough side. Hmm. I mean, you know, it's like I've actually had to take them apart, squirt a little oil in it, and, and they're still kind of – but the locking part is fabulous. It's just the actual tuning. So hmm. I'm going to – I'm going to. The only guitar up. I have locking tuners on is that custom shop Stratocaster. Hmm. That's the only one. Uh, I'm not really a fan of them. I like the old school. If I, if I build a guitar – this particular one I just did today, 
are shallers. But I always get the shallers from the early 80s. Um, yeah. If I really try to get like period correct for, you know, Kramer guitars in the early days, then you have to go, you have to go with the Godas because that's what they used. Like your guitar, you have uh, Mr. Grit that has Goda tuners on it. Yeah. 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 I like Godos. I don't have a problem with Godos, especially on a locking nut. All you got to do is tune up the pitch. It's not like it's, I mean, if you're getting to, uh, if you're looking to get super picky on something, you know, and, and you have a, uh, you don't have a locking tremolo system, you can upgrade your tuners. But I mean, on a, on a, uh, on a Floyd Rose, there ain't nothing wrong with Godos. You'll pay 60 bucks, 50, 60 bucks for a set of tuners and they'll be fine. Right. I really stickler for period correct. You know, they have to come off of like, you know, the Kramer or an early focus or something, you know, for me to put them on there. Yeah. I mean, if you, uh, Schaller, I like Schaller. Sometimes Schallers can get expensive depending on how inventory is. And by the way, um, I was going to, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have 10 Floyd Rose units in stock right now for myself because Floyd Roses are getting ready to go through the roof. Uh, Floyd Rose uh, was stationed in Florida. And when they had that hurricane down there, it kind of wiped them out. So it, when you guys are seeing these swings right now on Floyd Rose, that's why because they've relocated from what I heard and there's a production issue. So they're going to keep going up. So if you find them for 225 bucks, buy them. I do every time. And I'll just sit there and wait on them. And, and then somebody's going to come up to you one day and go, Hey, do you got a Floyd Rose? And I'm going to be like, yeah, I do uh, $350. Let's go. You know? So. Well, you know me, I every Floyd Rose I have is from 82 to 85. I will not have a newer one. Ritesh. Good question. Uh, bolt on is, is a lot easier to work on because you can adjust the neck angle with a shim. Uh, if you have a neck through guitar, you're pretty much stuck with the neck angle they have. So, you know, if you can't get the action really far down, unless the face is routered, you know, like that, which is what we had to do at the factory to make those work, you know, uh, yeah, bolt-on's probably a lot easier to work on. But that's a good question. Yeah. No, I, I won't buy a Floyd Rose unless it's 82 to 85. And places do have them. You know, Stigatsu will have them, and so will so will Uplander. And they will cost 275 260 I've gotten some from two, for, for $240 from Stigatsu, but he's, mm -hmm. he, he'll cut me a deal. To and me, that's worth it because everything on him is good. All the yeah. blocks are good. The steel's good. Every, all, the, all the screws are hard and steel. You don't have to replace anything. And Robbie's well, you, talking. These these are vintage ones, not new ones. Right. Yeah. Robbie. Yeah, Robbie good. goes after the vintage. I, in my opinion, if you're buying yeah. a made in Germany Floyd Rose, you're probably safe. You know. That, well, you it, know, if, if it's, it's a, if it's a made in Germany Floyd Rose stamped, you're probably safe. So pre 1986. A, After 1986, these cheaper metal. So you know, you might have to change all this stuff, like you change on yours, newer ones. You know, so the, the, here's, the year here's a important. newer one. Here's a newer one from Germany, uh, and it's flat black. And I did put the Graph Tech saddles in it. I don't know how well you can see that. And the only thing I found out about them is the way the end is designed. Uh, some people may have a problem with intonation on those because 
they will not go as far as the factory ones will go. Hmm. But they have that graphite thing on the string where the string goes over on it on the GraphTech uh, saddles, and mm-hmm. you you don't break strings that way. I'm, I mean, they do they do do that. They they you don't break a string on it. But this is a German made, and I put the uh, push in bar in it. So I like it. Oh yeah, I'm old coupling all the way. Screw in, screw in <laughs> coupling six millimeter. Yeah, will not use anything else. Yeah, I've got a lot of the 1984 uh, Floyd Roses. Probably over half of my Floyd Rose inventory are the 84s. The reissues? The brass, yeah, the reissues with the brass tuners and the spin-in uh, Floyd Roses instead of the uh, the coupler. You know, the coupler. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, uh, that was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> What's Ron doing? I don't know. But look, I'm a Jackson fan. I'm froze. I'm froze. Take that, apparently. Robbie. I'm playing with the Jackson. Bring it on, man. Bring it on. <laughs> so wait, so 40 grit. So you're saying your inventory. You mean you just have like 10 Floyd yeah, Roses just that, sitting there? Yeah. Uh, just for, for, for your own... For, for putting together your own stuff? Or, or, or you build for people, I guess? Yeah, I haven't done this yet, but here, let me show you. So that's. Look at that, Robbie. A lot of stuff here. Wow. Then that's my Soldano. I have a JVM. I got a 76 Marshall with the the black backs. Uh, That's a vintage cabinet. Uh, I got an EVH 100 watt, the iconic, the 50 watt. 412 EVH. Uh, that's ah. a uh, 1960 B with uh, uh, the greenbacks. That's thank a you, PV. Richard. Yeah, Can I recognize that cabinet. I have one of those. Uh, that's an EVH 50 watt, and then I got a 212 I got from Dane. And then over here, I've got the EVH 212 and another 412. Age. Dang. So let's see. My son took that picture in, uh, I guess that was what? That was a tattoo. So what? That was the, uh, what tour was that? So that was 2012. My son took that picture. Was that the red guitar? That was the red guitar he used on tattoo. So that's how you know what song he was playing because he only used that on one song. <laughs> and it was tattoo. How did I know that photo's in black and white? How did I know that was red? Yeah, it's red. You are correct, sir. Yeah. See, Robbie? I know my You stuff. are correct, sir. <laughs> you are correct, sir. So weird. I like that square cabinet, that Marshall, and I like this Saldano amp. That's probably what I'd play at all that. Yeah, thanks, pal. Yeah, a Saldano, in my opinion, is like a must-have. You got to have one, right? I I'll got take the it. cheap version. I got the Jet City back when Saldano was, was working with them. And that worked really well until the idiot that changed the tubes decided to wire it for treble bleed. Apparently, he can fix it. But you know, I'm going through the, mm. I'm going through the Marshall Studio Vintage, and then I have the, 
I have the the lunchbox, you know, in case something ever goes wrong with this. But so a friend of mine might actually, I might give it back to him because he might need an amp. But yeah. But I liked it. I liked his circuit. I liked the way it sounded. Yeah, I got that. Cool. Um, I got a pretty good deal on it from what I remember, but it was snakeskin. And that was kind of like a must have for me, you know, with uh, with the Martini and the uh, Lynch actually cut the out, cut uh, the. Uh, um, the first Wicked Sensation album with that with the Soldano. And I'm pretty sure the last Dokken album was Soldano, too. The last, the, the Back for the Attack was Soldano, I believe, I think. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong, so. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, must have. Wow. Ryan, Ryan Hall. You see that? <laughs> Ryan Hall asked me if I have any circuitars. Well, Ryan, I built two of them uh, when I was there, and I sold both of them because I thought that... Uh, I had friends of mine that were like, oh, my God, you work there. And I, I would build them like, hey, you want to sell? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. And I sold them off. And then one day I just didn't work there anymore. So, you know, I moved out here. So, um, yeah, I uh, I think Surgatars are fantastic. My problem with Surgatars was they were, number one, they were expensive. And I didn't want to gig with them because I was afraid I was going to scratch it or ding it. And that's why I started getting into Relic guitars because they're a lot easier to take to a gig and not have to be concerned about what's going to happen if I scratch it or I ding it or anything else. So uh, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the primary guitars I had when I was gigging was, uh, was uh, Relic guitars. I was a big Relic guy. So no, sirs. Mm -hmm. I actually had a custom, I had a, a Pete Thorne amp. I had a custom audio Pete Thorne. I had a uh, a Badger. You know the the little Badger amp, and I bought a Riot pedal with it. I mean that really nails a Van Halen tone. If you're going after Van Halen tone, a Badger with a Riot pedal. That's a that's a good mix. Um, and then the SL68, which is John's. Uh, I think that's got an internal variac, from what I remember. Uh, that's that would be the amp to have if you're going to nail that. If you look at the uh, David Lee Roth videos, Alistrada, who used to come in the shop all the time, who was very good friends with Jay Medor, who worked across from me, he'd come in and hang out with Jay. They were good friends, and he was uh, David Lee Roth's touring guitar player, Alistrada. And if you watch the uh, the the live shows uh, at the Hard Rock or at the uh, yeah Hard Rock Cafe or whatever it was. Uh, he's playing, sirs. He's playing the SL68. He has two of them stacked up. So, and if you're not familiar with Al Estrada, uh, check that guy out. There's probably between him and Satchel, with regards to nailing Eddie Van Halen, I don't know if anybody's better between Satchel and and uh, Al Estrada. Because if you know the history of Satchel, Russ Parrish, he was one of the original Atomic Punk guitar players. You know, mm -hmm. the uh, uh, the original, I forgot what his name was, but uh, he passed away not too long ago. And um, and then. Oh, Bart. Was, yeah. Bart Walsh. Bart Walsh. I was Facebook friends with him and, yeah. and he would go live and play. Yeah. He would just play. Yeah. He would do like all types of Van Halen stuff like live on Facebook. Yeah. yeah he passed away a couple of years, a couple few years ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I would, you know, again, everything's my opinion. Everybody's got their opinion and everything. But uh, I've seen Satchel play, uh, Russ Parrish play several times, and he is a really, you know, like Steel Panther or don't like Steel Panther, I get it. I understand it gets old super quick. You know, it's super cool for about five minutes, and you're like, wait a minute, man, you know. But uh, uh, Satchel's guitar playing, or Russ Parrish's guitar playing is fantastic. I mean, that guy's just really got some chops, man. He's a beast. But uh, I will say that Alistrad is really good. He's a fantastic, uh, fantastic choice on David Lee Ross' part to fill the shoes of Edward. You know, not that you can, but if you're going to choose, Alistrad is a good one. Al, Al is the one playing guitar on all those tracks that Roth is releasing, all those mm-hmm. Van Halen songs he's redoing. Yeah. That's Alistrad on guitar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, he's really good. Johnny, I forgot to tell you last night, my. Uh, last night? My daughter, well, yeah, on when you guys were doing the talking, Kramer. Oh. <laughs> I, was in the, I was in the chat. I don't remember talking to you last night. Yeah, I was in the chat, but I was going to. My, my daughter. Uh, my daughter's ex-boyfriend. Now, she's been married two years and dated this guy two and a half years prior to that. So this would have been about five years ago. He he is, I don't know if he's still sponsored by Kramer now or not, but he was. It was a Scary Doctor or Dr. Scary. Uh-huh. If you go to Kramer's website and they're sponsored, he was on there. Oh, cool. Because when, when she was dating him, he was always hanging out down here and bringing new Kramers and he was always talking Kramer all the time to you. And you're yeah. like, yeah, you're like Jackson. I'm like, well, he was, he, <laughs> you're like Robbie. Jackson, no, Jackson. <laughs> he, 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 he's a giant Lynch fan, a giant Lynch fan. Mm-hmm. So we got along good there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. But he, he loved, he loved Kramer guitars and uh, he was, I mean, he was last time I looked, but it's been, you know, four or five years. He was still sponsored by him. Mm-hmm. You go on our website and look. It's either Scary Doctor or Dr. Scary, something like that. that that's the band? That, no, oh, that's well, his name. That's, that's his persona, like Satchel. That's Dr. his Scary. persona. It's either Scary Doctor or, or Dr. Scary. So go to Kramer's website and look for their music. So, so he's like an 80s? Yes. And with with Lynch being his fan, you know, the song, the thing, Mr. Scary from Lynch. So he went with Scary Doctor or Dr. Scary. Dr. Scary. Yeah. Dr. Scary. That's his name. Oh, yeah. He's been with them. Well, for a while. uh, Like 13 years. It's been a while. Yeah, that was my my daughter's. I actually we actually thought they were they were going to get married, but it didn't work out. Doctor Scary. He looks kind of like Satchel. Well, that's whatever. a wig. That's a wig. Yeah, actually. but it's the same setup. It's the same. The yeah. same hair and the band and the guitar. Yeah. yeah. He's in a band called Tongue and Cheek. Mm-hmm. Then he did his own recordings too. His cool. real name's Eric. Cool. Hey, Sherman. Yeah, when, you, when you guys were talking Kramer last night, I was going to bring that up, and I forgot all about it. Actually, mm-hmm. be, I, I fell asleep. <laughs> I had yeah. to take... I took my I fell my asleep medicine. last night, too. Well, I took the medicine <laughs> for my back, and it was like 15 minutes later, I was knocked out on the couch, so... Oh. That's cool. 
Sherman Callahan, great to see you, man. Sherman Callahan. Uh, my hours have changed. Oh, right on, man. Yeah, Sherman Callahan. Thank you. As long as you guys watch the replays. I mean, that's that that's uh I mean, that's where it's at. Most people do catch the stuff in the uh the replays. I mean, that's what sucks about doing the giveaways live. You know, is you have to you got to be here live, but uh Hey, everybody here gets an air guitar tonight. So yes, free air guitars for everybody. Thanks free to Free air Gunner. strings, free air stands, and free air lessons. Hey, yeah. there was good. Uh, there was good participation tonight in the chat. That was cool. Like people asking questions and stuff. I like that when I'm talking about guitar stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, when people start asking questions because you know you can if you can come on these and learn something. I mean, that's even that's that's why I do it. I want to sit there and see if I can pick something up. You know, and usually regardless of what it is, I usually pick something up, you know. But I got to say, probably the most fun to watch is probably Joe Bonamassa. Because that guy's always got something cool. He's doing something, you know, he's just got something cool going on, you know. That mm -hmm. guy's got a great collection. And he's got really good, like, uh, super down-to-earth guy. I mean, like, he goes to Sunset Sound in his own car, his own personal vehicle and stuff. And he's just driving around town. It's just crazy to think that he's out running around, you know. It's pretty cool. I know a guy that works for him. Yeah. Uh, big green pea. Those are the uh, Air Jacksons. <laughs> what pickups are in those? Uh, Air Air Duncan's. Air Nortons. <laughs> and if if you're really good, you can get a pair of Air Jordans. <laughs> the Air Nortons. <laughs> wow. Well, look at this. We're we're about ten till. So we normally do, but well, normally we do about five hours, but tonight we're going to do three. Um, and 40 grit has, has a, a giveaway for us tonight. Yeah. Which has been so long since you said what it was, I totally forgot. Oh, dude, I'm awake now, man. <laughs> Luckily I, I got five chances every time it spins. <laughs> no, I can't win nothing. All right. Do, do you want to? When 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 do we want to? Oh, let's let's see that. It looks like you brought another guitar out. Let's 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 check that out, and then we'll oh, this is a uh, uh, this is will be a shout out to. Uh, I doubt they're watching because it's it's late here, but uh, this is a shout out <laughs> to uh, uh, Atomic Guitars here in Phoenix. Um, very good friends of mine, Harry and Tim. Oh, cool. And uh, uh, Jack Blades is endorsed by Atomic Guitars. His bases are Atomics. Really. And uh, these guys are, uh, forgive my slang, but they're badasses. Oh, and um, can't say I, bad on here. I uh, <laughs> asked all I, you want. I went down and asked uh, Harry to build me a guitar, and he built it. Him and Tim built it, and it's. Uh, I mean, look at the figure on this thing. Just ridiculous. Really nice. Uh, look at that tool pack. And this is one of those guitars where I said, hey, I wanted an eight-pound guitar, and guess what Harry did? Uh, he was very careful with the weight instead of taking hogging it all out. He knew I only wanted a single volume, so instead of hogging everything out, he did the, he did the ESP route, which was cool. you know. And mm -hmm. then I keep I put in there what pickup I have in it. I think I already talked about that. So this oh, one yeah. has the Sur. This one has a Sur uh, SSH+. Plus. And uh, fantastic pickup. If you guys get a chance to pick one of these pickups up, I promise I it, you will not be disappointed, but I'd be more than happy to buy it from you if you're not uh, 
uh, happy with it. I'd be more than happy to buy it from you. So. Wow. That's how I'm Not... sure that, uh, that that you'll like it. So. That's how you're sir. I'm sir that you are will like the sir. <laughs> are you sir? I'm sir. I'm I'm sir about that. <laughs> I'm doing too many plugs for John for not working for John Sir anymore. I need to stop this. <laughs> it is good stuff, though. Well, if he's watching this, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, that that'd be. <laughs> I think John's probably sleeping. I think everybody is sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got we got fifty in the chat. Fifty in the yeah, chat, but forty-eight of them are sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> they all left their computers on. Sherman Callahan is here though. That's awesome. It's good to see you. And then Kubrick, you got you got a good comment here. I just saw that Kubrick lover. Viewers shouldn't enter if they've won recently. Yeah, I mean, well the thing is, I have it to where everybody in the chat is entered. So, but if it lands on a name where if you if you won something recently, it's best if we spin again. But, uh, you know, but uh, Jeff Davidson's probably gonna win anyway. Say la vie. So. Or Alice. <laughs> or Alice. Alice can win. Yeah, see there. Oh, there she is. Oh, she's on Facebook. Yeah, good to see. Oh, Mickey Suttlemeyer is watching. Mickey, are we going to be on GTA later, man? And hey, uh, Ron Gunner. I know we, yes. we talked about possibly me jumping on. Uh, uh, Call of Duty. Call Modern of Duty. Warfare. I gotta remember that. Ja is Janice here? Janice, can you send me a tweet reminding me? Modern Warfare. Mo Modern Warfare. It's Modern Warfare Two. Modern Warfare Two. Can everybody in the chat? And we got fifty-one people here, you guys. We need comments on these videos after the fact, like down below. We need comments below because the more comments the video gets, the more views the video, the more YouTube pushes it out. So if you can, please, I, my birthday was like three days ago, but uh, please drop a comment on, on this video tonight or another video on the channel here. You don't even have to even watch the video. Just drop comments on those videos saying hi or, or this sucks, whatever. That would be awesome. Tell Johnny where to go. Tell me where to go, especially when I am in uh, Los Angeles, uh, June 29th. The weekend of, of June. Technically, it's the weekend of June 30th, but I'll be there the 29th. 29th. Hey, Johnny, I, or uh, Robbie, I sent those pictures. Somebody's asking about my seat, but sir, here's a cool picture of me and uh, Doug Aldrich. So if I can, I don't know how to do this here. You, you got to put it, you got to like put it all the way on the camera. Put like it all the your, way on the camera? Yeah. Like push, push your phone all the way to the front of your camera and then pull it back a little bit. You want to put it on the faces. So that is me and Doug. At the NAM show for 2013. And that's the night he asked me to be his tech. I was there. So, I was there. Oh, there you are. Oh, wow. That, that is you. That was the night he asked me to be his tech. 
And then I have a cool picture of me at my bench. I sent these to Robbie. I forgot that I sent them. But that was me at my bench. I was working on James Avanier. I'm not if you've heard of him. He's an Australian uh, speed metal guy. But I was tweaking his guitar for his performance. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's me at the shop. So I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was there too. I was there, Robbie. Uh, I, I live here. <laughs> oh my gosh, what time is it? Okay, giveaway time. Giveaway time. Let's uh, let's see. Streamer, we got seventy entries. That's good. Share, and then this is for the the EVH Frankenstein compliments of forty grit. Thank you again, man. So, uh, yeah, we're going to spin. So if you haven't said anything in the chat, now's your chance. These will, go out, on, these will go out on Wednesday, Johnny. Oh, my gosh. I'm a working man until Wednesday. I'm off on Wednesday, so I will get these out to you on Wednesday morning. On Wolfgang Wednesday. On Wolfgang Wednesday. Right on. We'll be meeting up with, with Amanda uh maybe possibly that'd be cool all right you guys ready everybody awake in the chat everybody press the number one right now if you can hear this press one press one press the number one right now and somebody's getting a thunderstorm oh my goodness is that in oklahoma yeah yeah we're getting some thunderstorm here Oh wow! I think Holly is hiding in the bathtub. Yeah, she oh, was. Oh man, that's loud. Listen to that, yeah. Hey, Dude, you yeah, want you yeah. want your ASMR, man, or is that your gong vibrating? <laughs> yeah. I have a fan going though, because it's hot. So. You have a hot fan there? No, I have a fan running because it's hot. They're running. All right, press one right now. Yeah, W O N. <laughs> yeah, one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it looks like 70. Look at that. Okay. All right, the winner for the Frankenstein of... Uh, uh, reflectors. Reflectors is... Sky prop. Sky prop. You are the winner. Listen to that. Frankenstein reflectors. Sky prop. Sky prop. Text me, 415-952-3263. Text me where to go, especially when I'm in Los Angeles, because I need suggestions. All right. I guess Robbie's going to sing a song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sing. Cool, man. I wrote this today. All right. Is it Riders on the Storm? <laughs> No, it's not. 
Is that Robbie's on the storm? <laughs> All right. Robbie's going to sing us out. 40 Grit, thank you so much, man. Thank you. Nice to see you guys. Great to see you. Ron great Gunner, see we're great. You're not frozen. <laughs> it is cold <laughs> down here. <laughs> all right. Robbie's going to sing us out before we lose the entire audience because everybody's leaving all of a sudden. All right. All right. All right. You Thank you, channel members, too. All right. Now, here's Robbie with his latest single, uh, Riders on the Storm. No, it's, it's easier said than done. Uh, Hit it. Sometimes life goes on and on And things don't seem like much fun All through the night until the dawn It's easier said than done And when your friend just talks and talks and talks, he doesn't even take the time to breathe. You sometimes wish that he would take that walk off that pier so you'll be relieved. Sometimes sheer monotony is almost too much to bear. You clearly see the monstrosity of this you are aware. All alone in this world, no one seems to care. And ultimately, either do you. You're reaching out, but there's no one there. And there's nothing that you can do. You could try to run. It's easier said than done. 
for we've only just begun. It's easier than done. You have come undone. It's easier said than done. Hell, we've just begun. Sometimes life goes on and on. Things don't seem like much fun. Although the night comes to that dawn, it's easier said than done. Thank you. I like that. Nice job, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> like that a lot. Thank you, Robbie. You're welcome. Thank you very much for. Uh, I appreciate you guys let me play. And uh, yeah, big thanks. Good to see you guys. Rock on. See you guys tomorrow night. Guitar ASMR. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Ricky Rocket, and you're watching my buddy Johnny Bean right here on his channel. And I'll be in L.A. June 29th through the July 2nd. So stop by. Bye-bye. <laughs>